Hey, Fro, what's Dracula's favourite kind of coffee? Uh, blood coffee. No, decoffinated. Uh, uh. <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, top five best and worst horror films, extreme rules predictions, and another digital review of Baywatch. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another Digital Citizen uh, Sick podcast. Uh, 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 because somebody is sick. Uh, hi, no, because this is sick. It's sick, bro. It's sick, bro. Hello, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, Luke, as well. And I think I think this whole thing is sick. We're all yeah. just so sick, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. And also quite ill, <laughs> which is another one. Hi, everybody. But yeah, I'm poorly. Luke and yeah. Fro aren't that poorly, though. You guys are okay, aren't you? Uh, okay enough. Uh, I had... Yeah, I'm alright. Can you breathe? Had... <laughs> yeah. If it doesn't hurt to breathe, you're alright. You're better than me. I've uh... had some nasty allergies, so I got a bit of a cough myself, but oh, mostly no. just from, like, allergy drip. It's that time of the year, springtime, a lot of allergens happening, so... Yeah. Yep. Oh, bless you. I've had a cough for a while as well. Not a sick, sick allergies suck. Yeah. So, so you're going yeah, no, to, they do. You're going to hear uh, Tilly uh, being in some segments of the podcast, and some she will not be, because we recorded it in a strange... Uh, sort of order uh, of importance. Order, yeah. Right. Yeah, order of so, importance, because... We really don't know how this is all going to work out, but she's going to be on here for a minute, and then we'll, we'll see. Yeah. 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 I'll be a bit like, it's all up in the air. Like on uh, Harry Potter, where Hermione gets that watch that makes her be able to be in two places at once. <laughs> I'm just doing that. That's all it is. I'm just popping in and out. Yep. It's got, I'm just magic. It's fine. It's nothing to do with anything. Magic. It's just magic. Yeah, I live magic. next door to Hogwarts. <laughs> uh, you do? Yeah, I go through their rubbish bins every night, see what magic I can pick up for free. Oh. Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> yeah, I can see that you're a thief. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the first thing I think of when I think yeah. silly. Yeah, chain everything down. Mm. I'm not a person that gets stolen from, I'm a person that steals. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the opposite world right now. 
Luke Hi. is there as well. Hi, Luke. Yep, I'm here. I've been talking. Yeah, uh, allergies. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I hadn't said hi because I'm oh, rude. because I got to do my opening that uh, I always do. Yes. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Now the podcast has officially started. Hey, yep. and we're off. And we are. <laughs> Feels like we've done this before. Uh, right. uh, before uh, we go into the news we got down, uh, let's talk about the Kathy Griffin thing that happened no. yesterday. Did you guys see this? No, Ooh. what happened? I haven't seen anything, so you're going to have to okay. fill me in. Imagine Bro, this. did you see it? Yes. Imagine this, Tilly. That you bring a head of somebody that looks like Trump into a newscast. I'm just going to post a picture of it for her so she can see it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Boom. Boom. Oh. Oh. Yep. So this was a f- photo shoot she did. Uh, it's obviously not real. It's a prosthetic head. But uh, people were kind of upset. I don't know. I don't know why. Why would you be upset when she has a decapitated head of the President of the United States? But uh, it was a strange kind of coming together between Democrats and Republicans because everybody was pissed off about this. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of bad taste. And doesn't make much sense. Why is his face covered in blood? She's still she's holding him the right way up. And they uh, had him hung upside down when they cut his head off, I guess. Oh, maybe yeah. not the pig. And uh, right. also, also, you can see that he's skinned. He's skinned. So... Oh, is he? Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that is a bit. It gets her message across, I guess. We're going to talk about uh, this kind of in a surprise segment we have at the end of, of the podcast uh, this week. Uh, but it, it goes together kind of with, with uh, talking about what, what is accepted and not accepted in, in yeah. a general sure. yeah. uh, thing. Uh, but I, I, I do think, I do think, I personally, I, I personally think this is a little over the top. She said a little, uh, <laughs> a little over the top. Um, uh, I, I think th- she passed those railroad tracks a while back, like eight miles behind her. Those railroad tracks went past. Yep. And she, she like just kept going, but she was just kind of the person who was in the photo shoot. So there was a photographer who set this all up yeah. for her to, you know, so there is, he's probably really the one to blame. I doubt she has like, I mean, obviously she had enough time to sit there and go, Hmm. Maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. So she is to blame. Yeah. But, uh, but still, it's not... she, I guess today, this morning, the, she is employed by CNN and they dropped her. So And guess what? Uh, uh, our friend uh, Stefan uh, Molnir, uh, one of the worst uh, human beings in the world, by the way, uh, he used this uh, as he uh, humanly could, of course. And posted. He's uh, not the worst person in the entire world. He just has mom um, issues. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and uh, he posted Katie Griffin staged mock assassination of C- uh, President Trump. CNN shrugs. And there's a picture of of Katie Griffin, and it says ISIS or CNN. So there you can see. Right, but she obviously or he did obviously didn't see the news this morning that they fired her so <laughs> that, he posted he must have posted that before that but yeah, yeah that happened yesterday so it wasn't in our news but interesting uh thing to talk about i think like you said 
definitely goes over the line. I think both sides agree. Uh, uh, Republican, Democrat, both agree. It's not. This is not in good taste. So. But as symbolism goes, it works very well as a symbol, and it's it's reminded me a bit. <laughs> Here, of when... you gotta always think of uh, the other side. Yeah. If you had a Republican. Uh, if you had Glenn Beck and he was holding up Barack Obama's head in in this same scenario, <laughs> think about it for a second. But some so, people genuinely like Yeah, there would Barack. be serious issues. There would be way bigger issues. Yeah. It's just reminded me a bit of when, I think it was like 1996, when David Beckham ruined the World Cup for us and there was people making effigies of him and hanging them by the neck from the lamppost. It reminded me a bit of that. Because that's... Sure. It's extreme, so. but it's how people some people go it's sort of the route that they take to make a point it's hey let's depict them dead and then show them off right you're the, then you're getting into like what is art and that can go in many directions and so. the whole, it's the whole yeah. gallows thing it's the same as like gallows humor and when people used to go and be when they were um, right but i don't think this is supposed to be humorous it's just supposed to be a statement it reminds me a bit remember when we did that billboard with the explosions and the trump face and and it's that it's like they're just it's not it it's not clever in any way it's just there for shock value doesn't really say anything so i don't know i think it says a lot what you you should kill the president i don't think that's a good thing to be saying no no and that's i've been accused of saying that before um let's hope the cia aren't going to come knocking on my door trust me i ain't coming over there um Oh, I forgot my point now. Oh, this is going to happen a lot while I'm on these tablets. Oh, God, it's okay. gone. Oh, no, yeah, the Trump um, billboard. I liked I, I liked it, and I liked that it said its extreme message, but, you know, the other side was a really nice little message. And I think, you know, this the artist that did it, amazing artist, he chose to do that piece... And I agree with his message. Like, we all think that Donald Trump is the next Hitler, surely. Or wants to be. He's the next sort of despot that's... I don't think that at all. I think... Hitler was worse... I I even said this to somebody earlier. It's like, um, Donald Trump is so clueless that it's like if uh, somebody... You're at your house, somebody brought a puppy, brand new puppy home, uh, brought him over to your house, and... They let him loose, and the puppy chews up your shoes, and instead of blaming the guy, you blame the puppy. Mm. Uh, And Donald Trump in this scenario is the puppy. But then it's also like getting a puppy to drive a bulldozer. Somebody's going to get hurt. Right, but it's still, do you blame the puppy? No, you blame the person who put the puppy there, uh, or the person that's behind the puppy who's supposed to be training the puppy. And those are all the people... Oh, we need to find that Trump's puppy are helping trainer. Donald Trump. So, let's go right into the Trump news since we're talking so much about Trump. Trump corner. Yes. Uh, because, for example, Angela Merkel, Merkel uh, says that uh, we can't rely on the U.S. anymore, and that is kind of strange to say no because she has the meat. She had a meeting with Donald Trump, uh, and yeah, we can't rely on U.S. I wonder why she said that. Didn't she, she say said about US the U.K. and Britain? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's us as well that they can't rely on. 
Right, but I think that just kind of is obvious because yeah. you're leaving the EU. So that one, I think the UK is is a pretty obvious one. The US is going directly off of her meeting with um, Donald Trump and how she probably saw how clueless he was. So they're like, we can't, we cannot rely on this person. He has no effing clue what's happening right as now. As much so. as he thinks Germany's a great country, it's a great country. I love it. It's the best country. It's the best kind of country you can kind of live in, except for the US of A. Well, Germany is the only country where she could make this statement that uh, is in the article at a uh, beer festival. <laughs> yeah. And have nobody and have people actually take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So. See that I do that is amazing. But I prefer to be German <laughs> than in the EU. Like if the EU didn't exist, I'd be well happy living in Germany. But at the minute the EU seems to be just keeping Germany afloat. And it's all for right, they're Germany. like the richest country in Europe, I believe. Mm-hmm. So there you go. They have a lot, lot at stake with the EU. Yeah, yeah, and they can't if the EU goes under. Germany's screwed. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. So, ha ha, sort better. yourselves out. <laughs> you can't rely <laughs> on us anymore. No, you can't. Well done. Bugger off. We're gonna but, uh, talk to the US and probably China. <laughs> but uh, uh, probably Norway. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Norway. Norway. Yeah. But uh, Tilly, uh, we talked so many times about this Russia conspiracy theory that uh, the Democrats have put put over Trump, and we laughed about it uh, because we think it's silly. Guess what? What? Trump's son-in-law had undeclosed contacts with Russians. Oh, super secret talky talks. Yep. Well, Apparently, they're they they're supposed to list all the contacts they had, and there were some that before they got into office, he left out of whatever list he was supposed to make, mm-hmm. uh, and people found out about it through leaks uh, in the U in the U.S. There's leaks happening. Oh, there's mm-hmm. leaks uh, everywhere. <laughs> right, which I guess we didn't did we cover this in the news last week. Oh, no, wait, we're going to cover it later in the news. But, yeah, uh, the uh, this whole thing is the most confusing thing you've ever seen ever. This tr- uh, The whole thing is uh, they know that he tried to set up some kind of back-channel contacts with some Russians, but then some people in- are saying that the Russians were trying to set it up with him, and nobody knows what they were setting it up for, or what they talked about, or when they talked about it, because it's all from some secret source going through the Washington Post. So, are we so, in high school again? None of it, like, there so, is, not sure. I put it in here, but there's really nothing to talk about, because it's all, yeah, it's, <sighs> it's like high school. Yes. So Welcome to politics! <laughs> I, I get so incredibly angry over this. This was the whole news this week, too. There was no other news, like, on mainstream news in America, at least. It was this. And, like, there is nothing to say about it. So it was all this, like, roundabout talking of, oh, what if this is the case? What if this happened? What if that? Such and such a speculation. Wait for something to come out. Right. There's a lot of speculation. Yeah. Let's watch the video since it has also with Trump in it. Uh, (laughs) Let's do that. It's uh, kind of interesting. Uh, last week we talked about uh, the global uh, conspiracy uh, where they were holding uh, 
uh, a glass. Uh, yeah, where was orb? this, and what was this all about? I've seen this picture. Why? Why does it exist? What is it's it? So What's funny. the white thing? What are they doing? It, oh, the, oh, okay, that's what you're talking about. I was like global conspiracy. I'm like, what is Fro talking about? I have no, no the, effing the clue right now. Ball. You're talking about the Saudi Arabian picture with yes. the globe that the the leaders were all had their Holding. hands on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, and it's just it's so, so disturbing. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, uh, here we uh, will see uh, President Trump showing people uh, to he wants to stand in front of the group because he's uh, oh, yes, Donald Trump. Sense. Right. This is he was at a NATO summit. Uh, he's back in America, but all last two weeks uh, Trump was traveling around the world, and this was at a NATO uh, meeting. So. Let's get into this. And uh, one thing we should say is Trump is not has never been a fan of NATO. I'm actually not a huge fan of NATO. It's Me like the American EU. So yeah. I don't like NATO either. But we sadly need it. Uh, in three, two, one, play. Oh! He probably grabbed him by the tie and pushed him out the way. Yeah. <laughs> right? That wasn't even just like a little shoulder barge or anything. That was... And we get a slow-mo. Oh, no, it's proper shoulder just... around the armpit, kind of. Well, yeah, he him grabs him under the arm, pushes him, and then gets his shoulder in front of his shoulder. And then the he does the the Pigeon. Uh, coat thing, like, what, did you mess my coat up? It's like, he, you ran into me. Yeah. Why are you... And he puffs his, puffs his chest up as well, like a pigeon, afterwards, and does the sort of, I don't know, I want to say Captain America stunts. But I don't know how Captain America right, stands. He, the thing is, there's all these people around him. He can't look to his... He just realized what he did. Mm -hmm. He can't look to his left. He can't look to his right. He can only look straight forward, because if he looks either way, he's going to make eye, eye contact with somebody. And then when he finally does accidentally make eye contact with this lady here, Puffs he has to go... Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh... Do uh, my jacket yeah, back uh, up and puff my chest out a bit more. And, right. you see and then he time. shakes her hand. It's very weird. So he's such weird. a strange man. He is such a strange man. Definitely. Oh, so rich. In so let's go to the article I was talking about um, yes. with the leaks. This week, uh, There was the British police in Manchester were very upset about some leaks that apparently they said came from the U.S. about the Manchester uh, bombing. Yeah, yeah, basically... I don't know... Oh, go ahead. Tell sorry, I know bits about this. But basically, ah. Uh, um, government or police, whoever was in charge of it, has let some information go over to America, to the, the specialist forces and people that are supposed to keep things hush-hush. And somebody's announced things on TV. It's like a representative for somebody has announced things on TV before the British police had released the information. Because over here, it's not as soon as you've got the information, you want to put it out there. It's keep everything quiet. We are doing these operations. We don't need them to get wind of what we're doing. Right. So, yeah, basically, American, somebody in America has released things or said things on TV that they really shouldn't have said. And it's now forced our police to release evidence that they've got that they didn't want to release yet. Because obviously, it that's the thing I could not try. figure out from reading multiple articles what the heck this leak was. It's There's no. Nobody's saying what this leak was, was or what it pertained to it was and, in any article I, I read. There were suspects. There were pictures of um, debris and pictures of what they think were bits of the device that exploded. 
that were supposed to be classified. They were just evidence. They were taken from the people right, in the public okay. and stuff. And um, obviously the official they were given crime to scene photographers probably to, they were given. They were probably given to American uh, authorities of some type and then they leaked from yeah, there, I guess? So they huh. could work together and say, look, you know, who makes these kind of devices? Where do we think it's come from? You know, it's better having two lots of anti-terrorist groups working together. But then if the one in the other country where it happens decides to go and release something to the whole of the world it screws it up on the end of the people that are trying to do the actual investigation but yeah it was just photos crime scene photos and uh, some names of suspects ah okay yeah it's obviously the british police don't trust us in the american government rush uh sorry uh well obviously russia doesn't but i was gonna say uh germany doesn't trust us so not a lot of people liking uh, the American government right now. What do you think about this, Fro? No, I, I think it's so it's so uh, it's so strange, especially when we don't especially know what was leaked. It's so. It, oh, we definitely don't know who leaked it. I yeah. guess Tilly knows a bit of what was leaked, but yeah, I haven't seen any of this stuff. But no. Um, so yeah, it's it. it is just kind of strange how many leaks are coming out uh, of Washington D.C. Yeah. right now. This like wasn't e a proper every day leak, or though, every other think. day. I don't something comes out leak. or something gets leaked. Yeah, because this wasn't intentionally we're leaking this for this benefit or this detriment. It's, it was we didn't right. know that you were hadn't told everybody. So we sort of just made ah, an announcement to the public, you know, like they do from the White House or wherever, that we have this information sure. from the British police. We've been told they've got evidence of the detonation device and they've got pictures of this and showed the pictures and things like that. And the British police go, whoa, what are you doing? We haven't told anybody about that yet. Shut your faces. Oh, my God, you've ruined it. <laughs> that is definitely not how it's being portrayed here in America. I can tell you that, mm. but yeah. I'm sure Super we hate weird. I'm sure we hate the all Americans for it. It's obviously the whole of America's fault. Right, it is. Yeah. Uh, what uh, news should we do next? <clears throat> mm. um, uh, let's go, since we're in London, let's go to the uh, Julian Assange one. Yeah, because uh, there was a election there not a long time ago in Ecuador. And the new president of Ecuador says that Assange can stay at the embassy. So in London, right? Yeah. So, so I guess this, the this guy, the new president of Ecuador, was going against this very conservative uh, guy who, in his platform or in his campaigning, said one of his campaign promises was he was going to get Julian Assange out of the embassy. Yeah. So it's it's good that this guy won. Yeah. That's kind of. And this guy that has sort of, he's said, um, he's not classed him as a journalist, he's classed him as a hacker, but he's also said under his, like, human rights, they're keeping him safe, they're keeping him, he's allowed to stay there, but he's changed what they right. call him from a journalist to a hacker, so he's acknowledged, and he said... I would I would class him as a journalist now, but he was a hacker. Yeah. Earlier in life, he was a well, well-known hacker. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what, fair enough, them classifying him as that, because they're still looking after him. <laughs> Call him a sure. frog if you want, as long as you're not expediting <laughs> him. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's important to keep him there as long as uh, as 
you needs to be there. So I'm really, really happy that this president won. Because right. the, like we said last week, hopefully somebody can get him to Ecuador, like we were talking about with right. Australia. Hopefully something like that can happen. So, I but really just, hope this so. was just kind of follow up. So, because I, I think it's so important to have have the the freedom of the press and the the word. I, I, I think it's I think it's so so important, and it's kind of. Yeah, strangely enough, it it fits together with with something that we will talk about later. But uh, uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh, Norway, uh, we are considering uh, having a Facebook police, and it doesn't. It's not as bad as it sounds like because, well, I I think it's a little big brother, brother uh, personally, uh, but that's me. But, it's a little uh, bit, but not quite George Orwell's big brother. More like your actual big brother, <laughs> right? Because they they <laughs> sure. want they want to they want mainly to attack the pedophiles out there, which like, I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah, me too. But at the minute, vigilantes do it, don't they? And they can't actually you can't necessarily get a prosecution if a vigilante is posed as a child and caught them. The police right. can't necessarily use that as evidence because they've not done it. So maybe if they had the Facebook police officers that go around looking you know a and child I, would know who to go and tell they'd all have their local police officer or whatever yeah or and I, I do I, I do think we need more control over Facebook I do uh, because uh, when there's seven I, year olds on it yeah definitely until yeah. people can well, stop I don't think you should, I don't think your seven year old should be on Facebook no, I think that's an issue let for it the happen. parent but and just right. because the parents aren't watching them doesn't mean that the pedophile should have free access there are sure. so many crappy parents out there that aren't supervising their children. I mean, there are other reasons they're doing this. Drug yeah. smuggling, uh, terrorist activity. Those are the other things I saw. Well, so, let them have drugs, uh, but get rid of the terrorists and the pedophiles. <laughs> get the terrorists and the pedophiles off their face on the drugs so they can't go anywhere and hurt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> give them heroin. <laughs> give give right. the pedophiles Just heroin. Get them high yeah. on heroin. They can't. They'll be sleeping all the time. Sleeping all. I'm so cold. Ah, that would be funny. A way to get rid of pedophiles is giving them bad drugs. Uh, in other Norway uh, news, uh, I read a really interesting uh, article. Uh, this this week in Norwegian Sandler, but um, we have uh, been uh, backing a plan for uh, having plain packets for cigarettes and uh, and also uh, other tobacco products. And what the clean packet? <laughs> Sorry. You say plain. They're not. Are they going to be the same as our ones? Uh, no, no, they're going from what you have to plain. Oh. Yeah. So they already have the one that has all the death warnings and, like, a black lung on the package, yeah. right, Fro? Yeah. The one I've got... But they're going to go to plain package because they say that that version with the warnings on it is actually... It doesn't work, yeah. is what they're saying. Oh, yeah. totally. It's like, it's like putting uh, parental discretion advised on a rap album. The kids, that's what the kids are going to want to buy. Mm -hmm. Right. Think about it, yeah. And and here here's the thing, uh, I do think uh, I think uh, mainly it's because uh, they think that uh, if you take 
every single uh, how, how can I say it? Every single package will look exactly the same to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can't see the difference if you're buying prints or Marlboro or whatever. So yeah. every package, uh, every package you buy in Norway uh, from the first of uh, July, June, sorry, uh, next year will be uh, totally uh, without any um, uh, what you could call uh, market name and things like that. It will okay. say Prince, but it will not like have Prince with the la- logo or... and everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that's what the ones right. we've got. It's um, a big thing telling you about smoke harming your, you know, stopping you getting your willy up or whatever. Horrible picture, and then just in normal, like Times New Roman almost font, just Marlboro Gold, twenty cigarettes. Right. That's that's all it says, and it's not in. There's a tiny, tiny little address for Switzerland on the side, but yeah, other right. than that, it's just warnings, warnings. Picture of a, I can't tell if it's a woman with a short hairdo or a man blowing smoke into a baby's face as the baby punches him in the throat. Yeah, so we're <laughs> we're getting that. Uh, 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 the rule is actually from this June, uh, June, but the thing is that they are giving the producers of the cigarettes the time to get uh, the old uh, kind of cigarettes out of the system. system. Yeah. Uh, so they're giving them a year, but the plain package rule is actually for from uh, the 1st of June this year. But uh, um, if if uh, uh, and and but they are not allowed to produce any more packets with the marketing they had on before. Right. So, so they've got time to sell the old ones, but anything that's right, right, will be plain, and they'll start sort of filtering oh, it. Correctly. Cool. Yeah. I get you. So, right. I, I mean, the other idea here would be with advertising. You're not going to be able to have a Joe Cool. That it was going to be appealing to kids because there the there won't be any labeling on the package to tell right. you which one Joe Cool is exactly. Right. So, uh, was that all the news? Uh, final thing I'll go through really quick. Nothing really exciting to talk about, but it, interesting because of what it was said about it because it kind of re- re- goes to wrestling and we talk about wrestling. But a GOP, uh, well Republican candidate in Montana, this guy. Uh, Greg Giaforte, Gianforte, I think his name is. He is running for congressman in Montana, um, and he there there was audio that came out, no video, but it says he allegedly body slammed a reporter. Mm. Um, if you hear in the audio, the reporter actually you hear the scuffle, and then the first thing the reporter says is, "You just body slammed me. And broke my you broke my glasses." <laughs> So he actually said body slam. Dude, you just body slammed me and broke my glasses. I want to call the police. <laughs> right. I, I, I'm i not 100% sure this um, reporter knows what a body slam is. Because wouldn't he have to pick him up, put him upside down? Right. His head would have to go between his legs. Like, I don't think this is necessarily actually a body slam in the sense of uh, professional wrestling. But he slammed him. He slammed his body yeah. down. He probably but, did the put your leg behind him and push his chest so that then you go down and your whole body hits the floor right uh, a sweep um 
But the funniest, or I guess the wor- the worst part about this is th- this happened, and then the election went through the the next week, and this guy GM Forte won, uh, won the election, even though this audio tape came out. Um, the one thing about Montana is they do have pre ballots that come out. Uh, you know, you vote like two weeks before the actual election happens. No. So that's one of the re- that happened. Pe- most people voted before this ever happened. So that was definitely uh, a factor in this, but I thought it was interesting. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Are you staying uh, for the TV round, Pilar? I can tell you what I've watched on telly. Yeah, it won't take long. Okay. Uh, let's plug the email first. Uh, another digital citizen at gmail.com. We don't have any emails. Uh, Facebook page, uh, another digital citizen on Facebook. Go check us out. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, if you listen to the show, go ahead and plug it on your Facebook or your Twitter. That would really help help us out. Uh, not many people do that. Share share our stuff. I know we get a lot of listens, but it would be great if you shared our stuff so other people would listen. Yeah, so. let us let people know that you know we're not a big bunch of geeks talking about digital things. Really, <laughs> we are all digital yeah. citizens, but we're not talking about text. Have I told you the story why why we are named another digital citizen? I think that's a story for episode one hundred, oh. but you can tell it if you want. Okay, now I will wait. Yeah, I will wait. Let's wait. Yeah, far, let's go into the TV wait. round. Holy shit! I let's wa- start with you, Frog. I watched so much yeah. TV this week; it's uh, almost uh, not funny. Uh, the leftovers, uh, the pan ultimate uh, episode, was this week. Uh, Holy shit balls, what are they doing? I have no... Well, I have some... I didn't 100% like this episode. It was really weird. Uh, It was very confusing, but it was also pretty good. It was really weird, really good, really out there. Um, uh, I watched all the hundreds because uh, Luke said uh, this season was really good. I will tell you what, Luke. I'm starting to believe that you are a psychic because uh, not only did you predict all of uh, 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 Samurai Samurai Jack Jack correctly but you said that this was uh, going to be the best season of the 100 ever and guess what it was the best season of the 100 ever Uh, right and I also called the thing with the building as well in the 100 but yeah and uh but uh, yeah, uh, it was ended uh, last week, so I took a good time and, and watched all of it. What a f- freaking good season and such uh, one of the best um, uh, cliffhangers in so long. What did you think about the cliffhanger without like talking about it? Um. I thought it was very interesting. I don't know where they're <laughs> going to go with it, but you could tell that next season is going to be a whole new yep. ball game. Yeah. So I don't want to give too much away. But I I, I really enjoyed it. Yep. Then I watched uh, uh, Big... Uh, no, sorry. I did not watch Big Brother. I definitely didn't. Uh, I uh, I watched America Got Talent. Uh, came back uh, this week. Uh, this week. Uh, also, the ending of Britain Get Got Talent is out there. Oh, gosh, I watched so much this week. Uh, I also watched uh, the first uh, ever episode of Fair Factor. Oh, it's the new show, you say? Well, it is. 
it is on MTV today. I and saw that popping up. Is it any good? Yeah. No. I nearly watched it. It's uh, <laughs> atrocious. And one of the reasons why it's atrocious is that they gotten... Do you know who the host is? What, of this one? Yeah. No. It's Ludacris. Oh, really? Yep. The rapper. Is, what? Yep. That's weird. Because wasn't it somebody like Joe Rogan or something before? Or somebody that yep. looked like him? Yep. Yes, it was Joe Rogan. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got somebody right. Holy shit, I am ill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was... I've heard interviews with him about how much he hated doing that show, so he wasn't going to do it again. Yeah. No, well, no, I can't no, blame no. him for not enjoying it. It wasn't... I used to watch it, but I was a child. Uh, also, I was really looking forward to uh, the world of dance, because I fucking love uh, dance com- competitions. And I was so disappointed, because it's a boring mess out of a show. Uh, with Jennifer Lopez, and I had really high expectations for that uh, show to be good, but uh, it was a shit, 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 shit show, and I'm never going to watch a single episode anymore. But uh, uh, because I, I, I really love so you think you can dance, uh, so I think I was really, really, really. Wanting it to be good, but it wasn't. And I watched Taskmaster because Taskmaster was really good this week. Yes, Taskmaster was amazing. <sighs> Episode meat. I, I I think that's all of what I watched this week. What about you, Luke? All right. <clears throat> um, uh, might be some things you forgot, but Survivor yes. finale yes. was this week. Was really good. Really good. Uh, just a really good season, all in all. I did not. I was not ha- happy with who won. Me neither. Um, I thought that Bra- the guy named Brad. He probably. I think if I was on the jury, I would have voted for him. Yeah. But they all. Se- they all seem to think she did better. But it seems like if you're a cop and you are on Survivor, you win. Yeah. Because every time a cop is on the show, they win. Yeah. Very strange. Uh, Prison Break finale. Uh, watch that. I got caught up on it. I watched a bunch of episodes this week, and then. The finale was yesterday. Sad. Um, yeah, it was good. I don't. It, the, there was a couple episodes there where I was like, "This is getting too convoluted and stupid." But the ending, it all wrapped around, and I think it worked out really well. I liked the very end of it um, in the pr- the prison scene at the very end. Fro, yeah. I thought that was a very good wrap up to what you hear about earlier in the season. Uh, uh, that the show, great news that I talked about. Uh, how good it was uh the comedy uh it's getting a season two and they've said that tina fey will be in season two so i think that's exciting uh i watched six episodes of orphan black from the last from season four because season five starts next week or the week after i believe i think it's next week yeah right um and then i started getting caught back up on elementary because we're starting to wind down on how many tv shows I have to watch so I can get caught up on elementary. So I watched like four or five episodes of that. So yeah, that's what I watched this week. Tilly? Um, I also watched Taskmaster because I love it. And I'm re-watching it with my neighbour because he hasn't seen it. So I keep every time he comes around, I put an episode on. Um, also on UK TV Play, there's Go 8-Bit with Dara O'Brien. Yeah, I, I talked about that. Two of that. Um, also on UK TV Play, there's one a programme called Unspun with Matt Ford. Okay. And... 
it's basically he explains what's going on in politics and he's got a house band that are all members of parliament every one of them or famous musicians depending on because obviously while the election's going on some of the mps are having to go and actually do their job so they'll swap in you know the the drummer from blur or something like that or you know we've got got this guy from some 80s band that you haven't heard of that's really good because he also interviews members of parliament and politicians and things and gets them one-to-one and has quite good dialogue with them and asks the right kind of questions that you want to hear so that's been good um on that same kind of wavelength have i got news for you was really good this week it was hosted by ed balls and had janet street porter on it and it was just hilarious and brilliant and i love that we as a as a nation (laughs) us over here since manchester it's been very much everybody has started all their programs sad but then pretty much instantly said but the terrorists don't want us to laugh they want us to stop going out and enjoying ourselves that's why they attack things like this so do you know what we're allowed to be funny and then go into it and i love that that's right. that's us all over it's like no you won't we ain't having any of that you won't be uh, dampening our spirits we're going to give you five seconds of attention and that's just for the people that lost their lives and were hurt and then sort of yeah i mean here in america they after 9-11 they'd stop doing like the late show uh with david letterman stopped for like a full week because they're just no comedy was allowed yeah. it was the opposite of what you're saying exactly yeah, yeah it was terrorism winning was what that was um uh, to a degree, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's the the thing. That's what they want. They want you know to right. to make us scared to go and to scare do you. normal yeah. things and be out in crowds. And you know, I've just bought fest- tickets for a festival, so they're not stopping me. Um, also, watch Murder in Successville. I don't know if either of you have seen that. Nope. It's, the, it's a murder mystery, but basically they take a famous person and put them into a murder mystery. They've never, they've not seen any of the scripts. They don't know what's going on, and they've got to figure out who done it at the end. It's a who done it. Yeah, but it's a proper, you know, these they they're twenty four hours in Successville, and they start off. They're looking at the camera. It's like Raw. Yeah, Raw has a who done it. Who done it? <laughs> what do you guys think about that uh, whole whole thing with Enzo? I'm so sure it's uh, it's Cass. I haven't been. Really, I think it's. I don't think it's going to be the revival or cast. I think it'll be somebody. It's going to be Vince McMahon. It was me all along. That's. What... Okay, is that all you're seeing on TV? Um, I so watched. I've started watching the Real Housewives of Cheshire, which makes me want to shoot myself in the face. Oh, but why? I ran out of dribble. <laughs> is that or Cupcake Wars? So I thought oh. I'd watch Bitchy Witch Women. Um. Jeremy Kyle, American Dad and Family Guy are all up on ITV, so that's good Good watching. And I finished Samurai Jack. Uh, Tilly. Oh, yeah. Uh, the yes. second season of FS for Family is on Netflix. Oh, yes, we started watching that yesterday. Oh, that's why I didn't write so it down. Good. It is. I think we watched the first, first two episodes, then I fell asleep. Because I fell asleep yeah. on the sofa at like seven till about one in the morning. It's not like me to fall asleep at about seven, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Not See, you. it happens on non-podcast days as well. It's just the only day it matters is a podcast day. But yeah, yeah that, that's Tilly, about it, I think. Tilly is really good at sleeping. Uh, I am. I am the master of it. Unless I have to. If I have to be asleep because I've got to get up in the morning, insomnia a go-go. Time for main topic now. Uh, let's go right into it. Uh, let's see. 
we are talking about our uh, least and favorite uh, horror movies, our top five. Uh, what do you want to do first, uh, Luke? Do you want to do worst? Or I think best? we should do best first, because I think worst is more interesting, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Uh, tell me, what is your uh, fifth best? My fifth best? I think I put The Descent as my fifth best. Yeah. Because I really, really enjoy that film. I like how they do the... Um, big jump scene in it where you sat yeah. there and you're expecting to jump but it goes on for ages and you're like oh no they're not going to do it it's just ah! <laughs> it, is a, it is a really good scene uh, yeah. uh, I totally agree with you it's a, it's a it's an underrated horror movie to be honest I think, it is uh, and I... it's from the first scene with the you know the first massive impactful event right just sort of gets you straight in there you're like whoa wasn't expecting that straight away yeah it it's like it's uh it's a thriller kind of horror for sure. Mm. Uh, the acting is maybe not the best in that film, but I, like I th- Fro said, I think it's a bit underrated because when I saw it, I, I wasn't a fan, but I've seen online that a lot of people really liked it, so I'm not surprised, I guess. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was we got it on DVD. I didn't like go to the cinema or anything. It's one of the few DVDs I own of actual films. Right. But yeah, I remember I, I previewed it when it first came out, so that's how I, I saw it. But yeah, it was, I remember being like, hmm, uh, the acting could be better in this, but the storyline is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the premise. Yeah, the premise is really good. Luke, what's your number five? I went with Jaws. Ooh, uh, classic. Classic, obviously. Uh, but this was like... I th- this must have been one of the first horror movies I saw that really like caught my attention. I think the first horror movie I ever saw, which isn't on my list, but uh, Lost Boys. Oh, I don't know if we count that as a horror movie or not. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. If you're under but, the age uh, that you're supposed to be to watch it, it would be scary. Because I think it's a 15 over here, and anything under than 15. I watched it when I was yeah, 7. I was, I was definitely younger than 15. I, I don't know exactly how old I was, but I remember seeing it... Uh, that was the first one I ever saw, and I, th- I saw Jaws with my cousins, I believe, like, uh, they were watching it, and I remember being like, this is a different kind of movie than I've ever seen before, the jump scares and everything, and it, I think I saw it in the early 90s, so the technology then was almost equivalent, you know what I mean, as far as uh, when I saw it, so yeah, Jaws, my number five. I have a little sheet sheet uh, for my number five, it's my only sheet sheet of of today, but I picked uh, 28 days later uh, and 28 uh, days, uh, no, 28 weeks later uh, for my number five. Uh, I'm not saying they are the same movie, uh, but it's, it's, uh, I, 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 I don't, I, I, I don't differ from them. I, I love them both. for some of the same reasons. I, I think it's maybe one of the most two underrated uh, horror movies to come out from Britain, to be yeah. honest. Again, another two that I own on DVD, which shows yeah. how good because I don't do films. We all know I don't do films. Right. I, I The second one I don't think is on the level of the first one. It definitely feels a little more... Uh, 
I want to say corporate than the first one did. Yeah. Um, Because the first one is so raw. It feels really raw. Yeah. There's something about 28 uh, weeks later that surprises me that it it, it, it it kind of follows up with the story from from 28 days later so I'm kind of I've, I'm coming I'm kind of satisfied with 20 weeks later because it's kind of, uh, kind of following the same plot it's kind of following the same uh, time uh, yeah. it's uh, telling the rest and... of the story it's like right story rather than well, yeah, being it's a, it's a sequel right yeah but it's done <laughs> yeah. it's done well you can watch one of yeah. them the other straight away and it just it flows and I, 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 I think that. a lot of people would say the problem with the second one was the walking underwater scene like yeah that, that kind of yeah i can see that but uh, yeah so uh my number five is uh sheet sheets 28 days and weeks later what's your number four Kelly? my number four i'm glad you did what you did with 28 days and weeks because i've done that with this um it's hostel one and two okay i absolutely adore i preferred the second one to the first one yeah. i like the first one i like that it was in your face gore horribleness gross 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 but the right. second one how it goes more into it and you know follow it, you think oh no the following a girl it's going to be horrific and rapey and everything and you get to meet the guys that are paying to use the services and things i've well into it and the guys that made it i i've watched all the um making ofs and things and the kids in it are actual children from that village that they just say here go go crazy and beat the crap out of this right yeah. brackets man like the opening scene of the second one yeah right. oh the opening scene is so good mm-hmm. and the one i, to- yeah. I totally agree with you i i actually like hostel 2 better than one as well yeah. I just Brilliant. think it's more. It it, it uh, uh, we talked about it on twenty eight days and weeks later. Here, here I feel maybe o- almost the opposite. I feel like the num- number two is better because the first one was so gory and so violent. Mm-hmm. I think they were both that way, but I think they were a little bit of shock value. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I quite like that. I like. I like sort of being made to feel slightly sick by gore and things like that, but it has to be done in the right way. And this, I don't know, it works for me because it's such a yeah. scary idea that you know, you're really out traveling and all of a sudden you're going to end up in this abandoned building getting chopped to bits by some maniac. And it's not just <laughs> right, some random yeah. crazy person. It's people that are going and paying to do it. Like it's, it's so believable. Like I, I, if somebody told me that actually happened somewhere in the world, I would believe it. And I right. you know, wouldn't be overly shocked because humans are horrific. Your number for uh, Luke? Uh, I went with Sean, Sean of the Dead. <laughs> oh. I think this counts, right? Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. It's, it's a horror electro, movie. It's, it's a comedy it's horror movie, but it's a horror movie. Uh, yeah. Uh... Some of their other films that these, uh, what was it, Hot Fuzz, not great, not a good movie. Uh, I think it kind of ruined, say that again? And The World's End, that's another Shaun of the Dead type movie. I I, I actually like that one. The World's World's End's alright, but I don't think it's it's no Shaun of the Dead. 
Oh, de- right. definitely, and and I'm 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 also I I'm a kind of a fan of Hot Fuzz as well, but that's me. Uh, I think a lot of people would disagree with you there, but oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Shaun of the Dead. I, it it's my only comedy horror movie on here, but it kind of opened up the comedy horror genre genre there for a minute, and there were a few of them made. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was a spate of really bad British comedy horrors though as well. Like that was it yeah. Lesbian Vampires or something? Yeah, Lesbian Vampires from Hell, wasn't that the title? Something I like that. With was. James Corbett yeah. Corbin and the uh, little skinny guy that was always with James Corden. Horrible, horrible movie. Yeah, awful. <laughs> My number four is uh Wreck. Uh, oh, no, right. Yeah. Damn it, I've more one of my ones. <laughs> I stole version, one of them. No. Yeah, Wreck uh, is is uh, I I would actually say it's the most successful Spanish franchise in the world. Uh, there's been four movies. Three of them are really good, and the fourth one you can only skip because it's one of the most pile of garbage you will ever ever see. Uh, because it's a shit, shit, shit movie. But actually, I like Wreck 2 better than I like Wreck 1. Then I saw Wreck 3, and I was like, what the F is going on? And <laughs> I, I, it, it is so good. I I love all the three movies for, for different reasons. Like, the first one sets the pace and the scariness. The second one is a, a really good follow-up and the third one explains a lot of things that happened in one and two so it's it's really really good and don't see four because four is pile of shit garbage but uh yeah it's uh it's uh one of my favorite movies uh wreck is my number four your number three Tilly. well um Thought you've ruined one of my other picks now, but I've, I've, I've sorted it, it's fine. No, my number three is, I believe it's called I Spit on Your Grave, but the original 70s yes. version, not the remake in 2010. The yes. original one that was banned and everything. About a woman who's trying to write, she hires somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, she's trying to write a, I don't know whether it was an article or a book or something, but she ends up getting raped by a bunch of hillbillies, and it's just the film of her getting her revenge on all of them. And that, for me... As, especially as a, I think I was probably like 14 when I first watched it, it gave me the empowerment as well as being quite horrifying, if you get what I mean. I liked that. It wasn't just, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. It's like, yeah, I've just chopped your doodah off in the bath. Bleed to it's death now, the, bye! <laughs> I think it's one of the first revenge uh, horror movies from a woman's uh, side of uh, view. Yeah, uh, that has ever been made, and uh, yeah. that's w- also one of the reasons why I I, I freaking love that original movie. The yeah, remake I do is like the remake, but it's not as good. No way. Uh, uh, they, they I'm not a huge. Have... Yeah. But yeah, they have um, to. It's not as good as the original. Just watch the original. Look. Uh, my number three, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I went with Let the Right One In. 
from 2008. <laughs> that the Russian one or the American one? Not, yeah, the, the first one. The Russian the, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, good, the good one. <laughs> the good one, right. Uh... If anybody has, if, if you've seen the original, uh, and then you've seen the second, uh, I guess the American version, they're two totally different films. So uh, different. But, so different. but I was talking about the 2008 one. Uh, again, something that took the idea of vampire and then put it in a different setting and made it work, as yeah. opposed to other other things that, which kind of like Shaun of, Shaun of, uh, Shaun of the Dead is kind of the same. It puts uh, the the idea in a different setting and makes it work. Uh, this is obviously not a comedy, but very good film. I almost had it on my list. I I I I I had it almost on my list. I it would definitely get in my top ten, uh, maybe on the sixth place almost. Mm. My third uh, is uh, Silence of the Lamb, uh, one of the most iconic movies uh, there is out there. If you haven't seen this, why haven't you seen this? What kind of rock have you been hiding behind? Right. I, mean, I don't... This is, like, on the verge of not being a horror film to me, to be totally honest with yes. you. Yes. But it's, like, it is, I think people would consider it that, but and to that's me, why, why personally, it's, it's like, right on yeah. the edge. Yeah. More sort of psychological thriller. And that's, right, and that's exactly. the only reason why it's my third, because... Uh, I think it's maybe better than the two other movies I have on two and one, but it's not as horror movie than right, right. the two movies I have in front of it, if you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. a better audio. Uh, tell me, what's your number uh, two? My number two is the original Grudge, the Japanese version. Good one. Because, ah. oh my god, I've been so afraid of finding a rabbit foot in my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good uh, one. <laughs> terrifies me. Absolutely horrific. Just uh, going up in lifts yeah. and just watching every floor just in case. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do if I saw a weird little boy, but... Probably oh, call you which one, one did you see first? Did you see Ring or Grudge first? Uh... I think I saw the American version of The Grudge first, then watched the Japanese version, then watched right, that's how, yeah. the normal ring, well, our ring and then the first ring. So I've always done... Oh, I didn't know that, I didn't know they were different. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Completely different people, uh, <laughs> completely different producers and everything. Different uh, plot. I had no idea. Different story, yeah. yeah. It's the same, but yeah. not quite. I, yeah, I didn't know there was three. I just thought there was two. Hmm, interesting. Ah. Mm. So, yeah, it's a really good horror movie. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't think of it, to be honest. <laughs> well, it's uh, alright. One of mine. Yeah. What's your number two? Uh, uh, Luke is your name. Right, I went with Alien, the original. Yeah, again, I kind of was thinking about that, but is it a horror movie? Is it a thriller? Is it... Yes, it's a horror! It's yeah. definitely a horror yeah. movie. I would say sci-fi horror, though. Not uh, so much thriller, maybe. Definitely sci-fi, but because of the jump scares and the giant monsters, yeah, the that giant definitely monster makes it a horror, kind of... horror film. Yeah. yeah, the giant monster ticks the big horror box. 
because he's not. Yeah, uh, and the jump. I think the jump scares. That's that's a really important part to a horror movie to me. Is that oh, there's definitely. some kind of jump scares in there. So, yeah. yeah. My number two is uh, Rosemary's Baby. I think uh, <laughs> I was talking about like having kids the other day with some of my friends, and uh, having kids. For me, has always been a scary thing to think about, and I think that's one of the reasons why Rosemary's Baby uh, talks to me uh, uh, different than it talks to anybody else. And the 1968 version of Rosemary's Baby is definitely the best Rosemary's Baby out there. You can watch the mini uh, TV show; it's a good mini TV show, actually. I've never but, even uh, heard of it. Of Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, considering Rosemary's my middle name, I should at least be aware of this film. What? You yeah, it's based off of a book, right? Uh, what, who? Why can I not think of the author name right now? Oh, yeah. well, that doesn't really matter. What's What's the book about? Obviously, Rosemary's Baby, but what What's wrong with okay. it? Is it Chucky or something? Yeah, you know, uh, Rosemary believes that she's having uh, the devil's kid. Oh, uh, okay. And it's one of those horror movies where there's none, no blood at all, and it's yeah. so freaking scary. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, nineteen six. Watch it; it's really good. That you like it? it uh, a copy of it. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in forever, but I remember being freaked out by it and kind of just like, "This is so weird sad. and gross." Yeah. Yeah. You're number one, Tilly. My number one was Wreck. But oh. as you stole it for your number, whatever it was, I'm going to say Wreck 2, because it follows on really well. And <laughs> yes, because I have never films... seen these movies. What? Uh, <gasps> what? Is it spelled like Car Wreck? Or... Uh, no, no, Wreck is not record. Like record. Right, okay. Yeah, because they're, they're stuck in a building and they're filming everything. They're having to look through their camera equipment with the nighttime vision on so they can see what's going yeah. on. And then when that doesn't work anymore, they have to use their phones and use their light from their phones <laughs> to see in front of them, which is what I do uh, to turn my light off in my living room to then get to my bedroom. And since watching Wreck, it has scared the crap out of me every time I do it because I envisage this girl in the dark trying to find a way around these apartments just with the light from her phone. And I instantly run to bed, get myself in and under. It's... Have you seen all four of them? No, I didn't know there was a third and fourth. I've, de- I've written down watch Wreck 3 with loads of underlines under it. Oh, yeah, because uh, uh, Wreck 3 is called Wreck 3 Genesis. Ooh. Yep. Whoop, whoop. Just saying. And do you but know yeah, what that is? scary. I- I'm going to tell you what they did wrong with the number four. They okay. went away from a first person pres- uh, perspective, they went to normal horror movie. It's oh. almost like uh, uh, one of my least favorite uh, sequels of all time. Uh, the sequel to uh, Blair Witch Project. I know Luke like that movie for some reason. But uh, uh, yeah, that's what I did in in the Shadow uh, Book of Shadows. Yeah. 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 Oh, I remember. I think I went to the cinema to see that. And me too. Very disappointed. Very, very Just came out there like, what? 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 No. Not having it. Luke, Luke likes it for some reason. So weird. What are we talking about? The uh, second... Blair Witch 2. Blair Witch 2. 
I don't know what you're talking about, Fro. What? <laughs> you must be thinking of somebody else, because yeah. I hated that. Maybe movie. it's not Luke that didn't, didn't like it. Didn't you tell me that you liked uh, uh, the second... Are you sure? Oh. Uh, okay. uh, yes, I'm pretty positive <laughs> I know what I'm ta talking okay. about myself. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry that I've been lying about you, Luke. <laughs> Slender. Slender. Sue me, Luke. Sue me. Uh, what's your number one, Luke? I went with The Shining. Good one. Yep. I, uh, one of the best horror movies ever. It's a little long, but uh, scary as hell. And the acting's amazing, and pretty much everything about it's amazing. Can't really go wrong with The Shining. Yeah. My number one is The Cabinet of Dr. Kalargi. Oh. Or as it's actually called, Das Cabinet des Dr. Caligari from 1920. Uh, it's my favorite horror movie. I think one of the reasons why I freaking love that movie is is because it's uh, the first vampire uh, movie out there. It's so scary without saying it's a silent movie as well. So I think one of the aspects of it is black and white filming with uh, no uh, no talking, and it's so scary. I love I love the cabinet of Doctor Caligari. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Have you either of you seen it? No. What when's it uh, from? No. What era? Nineteen twenty. Wow. It's not the one with Nosferatu in it, is it? Is that just called Nosferatu? Yeah, that's... Nosferatu. That is called Nosferatu. Yeah. yeah. I've seen bits of that uh, one. <laughs> no, it, it's it's called The Cabinet of Dr. Oligari. It's okay. my favourite horror movie of all time. It scares the hell out of me. Okay, let's do worst horror movies. Uh, since we did uh, Tilly, Luke, Me, let's do Me, Luke, Tilly this time. I will go first then. Uh, my number five is Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, yay! <laughs> Good Edward Woodward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not scary at all. It's just funny. And uh, No, it is not. <laughs> it is funny. Come on. It's bad acting. It's bad. Uh, everything is bad about this movie. I don't think... I don't think I can say anything positive about it other than it's really, really fun to make fun of. Yeah, so. yeah it's it's virtually impossible to sit through if you're not, like, <laughs> making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if you can't take it seriously. Luke, what's your number five? My number five, Blair Witch 2. So good job, Fro. Is it real? I was sitting here going, why is Fro bringing this up? He's ruining my number five. I don't know what he's doing here. I have not seen your list. That's funny. No, uh, you have obviously not. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gone off on that whole tangent. Oh, my God. Uh, that's funny. But, yeah. Uh, uh, Busta Rhymes. Not a great actor, everybody. So, there you go. Surprise me. <laughs> Oh, it's such a bad movie. Tilly, you're number five. My number five. I'm just double checking that the names right. Yes, it was. It was Jack Frost from 1996. Oh. I don't yeah. know if either of you have seen that. Sadly, I have. Yeah. 
Well, he's. he's I want to say I have, but I, I I don't remember. He's an evil um, snowman. snowman. Yeah. Uh, I believe there's a rape scene where he rapes a woman with its carrot nose. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good. No. It's uh, yeah, weird and stupid. And even when I was <laughs> twelve, we were like, yeah, no, this is stupid. Oh, my number four is the happening. Uh, I kind of think it's kind of ironic that the name is the happening because nothing is happening in this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a horror movie where the villain, spoiler alert, is the wind. <sighs> wind is my only friend. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so bad. It's it's nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's the non-happening. Oh, it should be happening. But <laughs> it's another one. It's like barely on the verge of being I guess the scene there's like two scenes that are horror movie scenes in that film where like the lady kills herself you know the people kill themselves at the beginning whatever that's a horror movie scene the rest of it is just like it's almost like a family uh road trip movie practically so boring sounds like a fun horror you're number four look i went with leprechaun in the hood (laughs) i saw a picture of that i was looking through bad movies that came up I saw this movie when it first came out on DVD, I think. Uh, I was, I always like bad horror movies, and le- the Leprechaun movies I always thought were hilariously bad, especially Leprechaun in Space. Yeah. <laughs> it was a like, really, really bad one of those. I'm going to have to probably do the Leprechauns. The, it, it's actually, Leprechaun in Space is probably worse than Leprechaun in the Hood as far as filmmaking goes, but Leprechaun in the Hood is also racist, uh. so there adds a whole other dimension <laughs> onto it. Um of badness, yeah. So, Leprechaun in the Hood. Oof, yeah. Your number four, Luke. No, too late. Sorry. My number four was House of Wax. And the only <laughs> good thing in it is seeing Paris Hilton die. Right. The what? The two thousands version of it, because I yeah. believe there was an earlier version. Yeah. 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 I saw that. Whatever it was with the one with Paris Hilton, I saw that, and it was atrocious. I'm not changing my number three, Kelly, but my number three is House of Wax from 2005. <laughs> uh, the only good thing about it is seeing, uh, yeah, seeing her being killed. Yeah, I mean, and I think they have to. Aren't they camping out in a tent as well? Seeing her having to be in a tent kind of is nice, and then she dies. It's great. I, I mean, right, she dies like right at the beginning of the film. Yeah, so she barely even. People yeah. getting cased in wax or something. Who was the main character in that? She was in, like, a few movies and then just disappeared. Uh, Alicia Cut- Cuthbert or whatever her name was. She was in movies for, like, a minute and then just all of a sudden disappeared from movies completely. Yeah. But, yeah. It's Maybe really, she actually really, saved really... her money and just was like, I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> it's a very good possibility. Yeah, or she met somebody with money. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't chill out Greece. Yeah, the chin chill is totally... He hates her. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What's your number three, Luke? 
I don't know if you've seen this, but Pinocchio's Revenge. Yes. Oh, wow. How have I not seen that? I'm writing that down. Le- Leprechaun in the Hood and Pinocchio's <laughs> Revenge. Oh. Yes, this, uh, let's see, it was from 1996. Uh, Same year as Jack From Ross. the very opening scene, you go, what's happening in this film? I am so confused. <laughs> like, ten minutes in, you're already confused by what's happening, and it never gets any better. But, yeah. Mm. I'm so sad that I forgot about that movie. Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> Your number... Uh, what number are we on? Two. Uh, three? Oh, three, sorry. Three, three, yeah. My number three is The Burning from 1981. What? Yeah. Burning? I've gone old school with it. The Burning. It's Never heard about this. It's kind of, I know what you did last summer, but from... 81 okay. and it was like one of the you know when all of the ones that were restricted and banned and everything got de-restricted and put out on video it yeah. was one of those ones um it's basically about this guy that i think he accidentally gets set on fire by these kids or he tries to attack these girls or something they set him on fire and throw him down a hill obviously he doesn't okay. die and he comes back to get them but with like garden shears you know like a big pair of scissors and um, that's Pretty much, yeah. I know what you did last yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's sort of the original. But oh my god, it's horrific. It's great. It's like because he's sort of Freddy Krueger mixed in with everything else. It's like, oh my god, he should be dead, but then he's all burnt. But then he's coming back out of the woods, so he's got like a bit of every bad guy from everything, and it's brilliantly oh. awful. And it's at a summer camp, of course, like yeah. all 1981 horror movies. And it has Jason Alexander apparently in it. Wow, Seinfeld. Wow. Yeah. I have never heard about this movie. I've never heard of it either. You can watch it on YouTube. They've got the full movie with trailer and everything on YouTube of it. I'm huh. not that super interested. <laughs> you're not to be honest. Well, you know, next time okay. you're really bored. My, yeah. My number two is Manos, The Hands of Fate from 1966. Holy balls. This is a bad movie. Have, oh, yeah. I've have, not heard of this. Europe, you see, it's so bad, Dilly. Well, I mean, I've seen the Mystery Science Theater episode that has yeah. it on it. I've never, I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched the actual movie, Me but I've either. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen the actual movie either, Look, Because I, 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 I've seen the Mystery Science Theater one, and I, I have to be honest, it's one of my least favorite episodes not because it's not funny because it's really funny but the movie is so stinking bad that it's almost unwatchable and uh yeah till you should really really see this what's it called manos the hands of fate okay yeah. i think that did come up in some of the lists that i had a look through yeah i mean it's it's up there <laughs> number, your number two, Luke. Uh, I went with Troll 2. Good one. Kind of an easy one, I guess, but yeah. uh, Troll 2 is one of the worst movies of all time, I would say, even. Not just horror movies. I so, uh, it's, uh, in a way, it's terrifying, but not because of, like, them trying to make it terrifying. It's terrifying in a way where, like, 
why am I watching this? I feel horrible about myself. That kind of <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree. It's one of my uh, favorite movies to make fun of. I've, I, I think it's one of the movies uh, we talked about that I have actually seen the most times. But on a ridiculous scale. Your number two, Tilly. My number two is Wishmaster. Definitely really, really bad. Yeah. And here's yeah. the thing. It made a franchise. I mean... There's not only one The Wishmaster movie. No, there's a lot, that. aren't there? Yep. It's, I remember them going extreme with it, and I sort of grew out of going down to the video shop and hiring videos when they were still carrying on with it. Right. But yeah, we used to we'd always get a scary one, and then we'd get one that would sort of make us laugh, because it was supposed to be scary. Like, oh, I've just thought of an honourable mention I have to have to say. <laughs> but I'll say it later. Oh, I yeah. I we'll, we'll yeah. writing it second. down, but yeah. I just I can't believe it slipped my mind till now. <sighs> but yeah, no, it's a it's a horrible franchise and uh, and, a, and a horrible film. It always was something I saw in the video store when I was younger, and I was like, that looks like it's going to be horrifying. But then you watch it, and you're like, this is just bad. Yeah, yeah. And this and is like Power Rangers. It's stupid. Such a stupid plot. Okay, our number one round. Uh, I picked um, this topic because I watched the Bye Bye Man from 2017. And believe it or not, it is actually my worst horror movie of all time. Wow. I don't think I have ever seen anything more boring, contrite, um, unimaginable than the Bye Bye Man from 2017. I I watched uh, the other day on 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 um, Rotten Tomatoes. I think it got it gotten like 18 percent or something. Mm-hmm. And I was so I was so uh, amazed about like some people actually have given this somewhat a good. Score, and yeah, they probably I, worked on it. Yeah, either that or it, they're just doing it because it's the internet and they're doing it ironically. You know what I mean? From... Yeah. Well, they're being yeah. paid to do it. I, 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 I. Uh, when I uh, said that this was going to be the main topic, it was because of Bye Bye Man, and it's kind of it, it kind of amazed me when I was sitting and thinking of the worst horror movies I ever seen. That a movie from 2017 can be that bad that it beats everything else on my list. I'm sure. Yeah, they should surprised. have learned by now. By 2017, right. there's been enough bad movies made that lessons should have been learned by now, and they should yeah. get to the number that one you, spot. You would think that, but in 2017, there are more bad horror movies being made than ever. It's yeah, like, I if you go and you look at the actual releases of the year. The majority of releases for 2017 are all B horror movies because they're just yeah. easy to make and they're cheap and people will go see them. Yeah, because pe- uh, it's kind of a cult, like creating a cult classic kind of thing. Yeah, and that, and that's so sad. It's so sad. Okay, your number one look. This movie's from 2002. It's got two names depending on what country or uh, state or anything you're in. 
one of the names was Demon Island. It's also called Pinata Survival Island with Jamie Presley. Never heard of it. Yes, go ahead and look it up. Pinata Survival Island. Um, it's okay. about some people who open a pinata and a demon comes out of it. What? And <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> and it looks like a little tiki god demon okay. and it chases them around and kills people. It is. The worst movie of all time, maybe. Uh, I th- I think this has got to be one of the worst horror movies ever. This, both best and worst are hard, but yes, Pinata Survival Island. If you have not seen this, just go look at the image searches for this film. Wow. Uh, yeah. That sounds like fun. Huh. Yeah, that's actually fun a movie episode. I'm going to watch. <laughs> I am going to watch that movie. Uh, Tilly, what's your number one? My number one is Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. Okay, it I was came out. I was beginning. I was beginning to wonder if if you said another Leatherface. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the third one, and yeah. um, it has oddly Viggo Mortensen from Lord of the Rings in it as a blonde yeah. hillbilly, it does. which. I adore. And yet this film, it's awful. And I watched it and all the way at the end, there's a really stupid bit at the end. Then I watched the making of, and it turns out that they had the original director's cut, which is a hell of a lot better than what ended up getting released. And they showed it to a panel of general people. And they said, oh, well, we didn't want this character killed off. We really like him. So they changed all the ending from him dying with a chainsaw to the head and then put him in the last scene with a tiny little like band-aid plaster on his head. He, he got chainsawed in the head in a swamp and sank. <laughs> like his, chain, his head was like split in half and he's got this tiny little band-aid on it and he comes back and turns up and saves the woman and they drive off. But the original ending, he's, he's dead then and she's going to deal with it. Wow. So yeah, really bad. And then the public made it worse. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, it's, sad. It's bad. Viggo Mortensen's good in it, but it's very weird seeing him all blonde and yeehaw. I I don't agree that he's good in it for one reason. There's nothing good in this, to be honest. <laughs> it's a horrible movie. It is. It's there's no need for it, and the Do chainsaw have... has got the Sawyer's family engraved into it. Right. Do you have some uh, movies that you forgot in either category? Look. Uh, let's do best first, I guess, uh, and then we'll go through each each of ours. Uh, I guess I put Saw in there, the first one, not the rest of them. Yeah. I think Saw itself was, like, the storyline was original and compelling. The first time you see it, it's, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And then people mock it a lot, because after you've seen it, then it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Nobody knew it was going to happen the first time you saw it. Yeah. But... Um, Psycho, the original, obviously, Gremlins, Exorcist, those are probably some of the ones I put in my best. Yes, Gremlins. Uh, yeah, I, uh, have the first, uh, Paranormal Activity. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those that got freaking scared of that. Uh, I also have in my best category, uh, 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 sorry. I said something in my throat. <clears throat> Blair Witch Project. Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm not 
I'm. I, it sounds like I'm a huge fan of uh, of uh, found footage movies, and I am maybe because I also uh, kind of have uh, have uh, uh, a lot of found footage movies in my honorable mentions with with both permanent paranormal activity and Blair Witch Project. But uh, I I also have Cloverfield here. I freaking love Cloverfield. I still um, haven't seen it. I I am maybe one of those that likes that movie uh, to a ridiculous uh, <laughs> part. I know people don't like it as much as I do, but I'm a fanboy of that movie. Silly, <laughs> some best horrors that we've um, My honorable men- honor- honorable mention for my best ones is Poltergeist mm-hmm. Two, and I was going to put Poltergeist one. in my list for worst ones because it's the the special effects and stuff are so bad but yeah poltergeist 2 there's a scene in it that is forever etched in my brain and it's when little girl is sat in a bedroom and she's got a window behind her and in front of her is a big like mirrored wardrobe and she looks in the mirror and she sees somebody outside the window behind her she looks round and she's really high up it's like there's nobody possibly could be there turns around and she still sees it in the reflection so she walks up to the mirror puts her hands on it and her own reflection grabs her hands and her face changes in the reflection, pulls her in. Mm. And that made me afraid of mirrors to this day. And then mirrors came out and, oh, my God, it's even worse. <laughs> but it all stems from that Poltergeist 2, that one scene. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Freddy Krueger, because when I was younger, I would swear I was going to marry him. Oh. I decided I was going to be a badass Freddy Krueger bitch. <laughs> you are a badass Freddy Krueger bitch. Yeah, just without the Freddy Krueger now, I don't need him. Yeah, no. He turns up in my dreams, I kill him. <laughs> you go, <laughs> mate. You're my ex now. See ya. See ya. Doesn't want to be ya. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, I, I also forgot uh, the Bye Bye Man uh, uh, in my honorable mentions for best. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do worst. Look. Uh, I had House of Wax in there. Um, the happening I had in there. Oh, House of the, House of the Dead. If anybody's oh. seen that, the one based off the video game. It has actual video game footage oh, wow. in the film. It's really terrible. Uh, Hood of Horror, which was uh, had Snoop Dogg in I it. Was and it was kind of like Snoop Dogg's one. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, Tales from the Crypt, except Snoop Dogg was the kind of the Crypt Keeper. Very weird and bad. Uh, there was a film called Necronomicon, oh. which was also kind of Is Tales that... from the Crypt-like. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like it's a follow-on from... Um... Oh my god, why has it gone out of my head? The one with Bruce Campbell and everything. Dead by Dawn. Evil Dead. Is that oh, Necronomicon right. in it? Is that a follow-on yeah. from that? Uh, this is... It's not... No, this no, is no, much... No, no. It's, it's way worse. This was... Uh, I want to say from the 90s. I'd yeah. have to look it up, but... It's more like a uh, Tales from the Crypt thing where it's a bunch of different stories in one movie. And it's um, really, really bad. <laughs> really bad. The very last uh, story is kind of creepy, but also really bad. <laughs> uh, there's one from 1964 that I think people, a lot of people say is the worst horror movie ever made. Uh, the Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. Okay. <laughs> That's the name of the film. Oh my so, god! Uh, really? Right there. 
Yeah, and the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. Nineteen sixty four. Wow. It and it's not a comedy. It's a serious film. <laughs> uh oh, and then there was one uh, for my childhood, which it's hilarious but also really bad, called the Doom Generation, uh, with Rose McGowan in it. There's a scene in this where there's like the bad guy and they're they're they've been captured by this bad guy. They go into a convenience store to rob it so they can get money, and the bad guy shoots the the clerk, blows his head off, but the head lands in the, uh, the nacho cheese in like on the the counter, and the cops get there later in the film, and the head is still alive, t- telling them what happened because it was in the nacho cheese. It is a very strange. Movie. Oh, that's that's medically sound. Right. That's, that's what you do. If It's like if you lose a tooth, you put it in milk. If you lose your head, put it in nacho cheese. Right. It keeps the blood flowing and everything. Yeah. It just, you know, makes you a cheese head. Uh, on my worst uh, horror that I haven't uh, put down, uh, I have Lady in the Water. Uh, I have The Village. <laughs> do you see something going on here? Mm. Um both of them uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies that should never ever been watched um, I also have uh, the last uh, Leprechaun movie uh, uh, the WWE one what? <laughs> what? yeah WWE uh, Hornswoggle yeah. was it in it yeah Yeah, with Hornswoggle and you don't see um, it looking for that <laughs> yeah it's horrendous uh, I also have everything but made by Ed Wood down as uh, uh, one of the worst horror movies. Uh, I know what I did last summer franchise is horrible. Oh, God, yeah. The uh, second one of those has only one scary bit in it with the sunbed. Yeah. I can't tan in a lie down tanning bed anymore because of that. Uh, I think uh, I think there's better uh, things than this. So yeah, that's one of my worst. My worst, with an honourable honourable mention, why can't I say that, that I remembered while we were talking about other things, is called I Bought a Vampire Motorcycle. And it stars (laughs) Neil Morrissey, who does the voice of Bob (laughs) the... Not Bob's Burgers, Bob the Builder. Oh, that's funny. It's brilliant. Basically, he goes and buys a motorbike, and his motorbike keeps, when he's asleep, keeps disappearing off and killing people. And then he wakes up and finds <laughs> this blood and stuff all over the front of his motorbike. And there's one scene in it where the motorbike's coming after him in his own living room. And he's, like, jumping up on the sofa and stuff and trying to grab onto the lampshade to get away from it. It's brilliant. Obviously awful. Uh, brilliant. That reminds me of one that I should have put on my honorable mentions. Maximum Overdrive. Oh, yes. The oh. one about the semi-truck that's trying to kill people. Oh. Yeah, that's another good one. And that is also, uh, sadly, uh, Stephen King. Based. Right, yeah. Ooh. I think it was a short story or something, though. Yeah, so yeah. Was kind of, the, the film expands a little too much, maybe. <laughs> shocker, as well. I'd forgotten about that. Ah, oh, shocker. Yeah. Where the guy gets electrocuted and he's all of a sudden in the electric system. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, so that was our uh, movie uh, main topic. Have you seen the movie this week? Uh, by the way, Billy? I haven't, no. I've uh, watched a load of Absolutely Fabulous. It was way more than a movie's worth. Yeah. But no actual 
sit down fully in a movie. Cool. Um, I saw the stand-up uh, on Netflix. Uh, what is it? The oh. Age of Spin. I think he has another one yeah. on there uh, that I'm gonna. I'll, I'll probably see next week. But uh, it was really good. It's <sighs> he goes out there. It, it's in front of a Los Angeles crowd, and he kind of sits there and makes fun of Los Angeles right to their faces. So and and they all laugh about mm-hmm. it. It's kind of interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, funny, haven't, uh, seen a movie this week. Oh, wow, we match. Yep. Uh, we will watch now the audio trailer for Baywatch. Beach at sunset, alright. The elite of the elite. Okay. The, the elite of the elite. Ooh. Okay, classic shot of running down the beach, except... What? We go above and beyond. So he went okay. underneath the fire to come up. When he came up, wouldn't he have been burned? Okay, whatever. They didn't show that. Part, I guess. That's for actually if you watch the film. City council's already cut our funding. It's up to us to restore the Baywatch brand. Why Baywatch brand? Oh no! Zac Efron. Why is his face? His face looks like it's been uh, airbrushed. Doesn't it? This is the guy. It probably is. He is a cartoon. He's reckless. Wow. With two gold medals. How many gold medals do you have? <laughs> probably zero. Oh no. Bad humor. This is reminding more of me more of uh, Son of the Beach than uh, than actual Baywatch. Remember. Yeah. Remember that scene? That was a bad show. Uh, yes. That's just how they talk. Oh. But they're wise. Welcome to Baywatch. I think it's kind of sad that he plays uh, Mitch uh, Buchanan, The Rock. That doesn't make any sense at all because it doesn't look like all Mitch. Well, I, I don't think that's the idea. It's like an updated version, but. All of a sudden, this movie has turned into a Fast and the Furious film. I don't know what happened. It was a comedy a second ago, I swear. How do I explain this so that you people understand? Well, now you put the rock in it. It's the same as putting Vin Diesel in it now. I guess so. Mm-hmm. They've become the same person. They are bald, so Telly Savalas is also the same person. All the same people. <laughs> oh, this looks so bad. All right. Baywatch. Matt Brody is a former Olympic swimmer who wants to join the elite team of lifeguards, the elite of the elite, as we heard, led by the hulking Mitch Buchanan. The hulking uh, Mitch Buchanan. Brody thinks he's a shoe in but his casual attitude starts uh, to instantly rub Mitch the wrong way. All right, that's the idea here. <laughs> Phrasing. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, eighteen percent. So that's good. Uh, IDMB, yep. it got th- uh, five point six out of ten. Whoa, those are way far apart. That yeah. is really far away. I think the uh, audience yeah. score on Rotten Tomatoes was like seventy six. Oh, okay. seventy. It's seventy. Yeah. Seventy. Yeah. Uh, I found my review on uh, a little place called Rotten Tomatoes, mm. and it's uh, by our... This is our... probably the same one I'm about to read out. <laughs> Do you think so? I don't know. We'll see. 
Because got... it's ep- Epic Lady Sponge the Adventure. Ah, no, no, I've got a different person. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because she's my new favorite thing on uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. She's, she's always your fun. favorite Epic Lady Sponge. Of all the Lady Sponges yes. in the world, she's the most ep- epic. Oh, definitely. This Baywatch movie is sudden disgrace of the source material back in 1989 and isn't trying to say it enough. Even though it opens a day earlier than it ended, the most likely clear method to wasting money on something was expecting it to be great in the first place. So, yeah. She didn't like it. One star. <laughs> where did you find your review? On Rotten Tomatoes, as usual, because that's where all the best ones are. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a really long one, if we want that one. we got time for a long one? Do I have the chest capacity right, for a long one? That's what I was going to say. Let's find yeah, out. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. This is from Mark Z, or Mark Z, depending on where you're from. He gave it half a star and said, I'm not going to use profanity. I'm not going to go on a rant. I'm just here to ask a simple question. Why? Why me? Why us? I took my younger brother and my two friends to see this movie, and we all paid $14 for admission. That's $56. We only laughed a combined six times, and I smiled a combined combined one time, meaning for every time we showed any positive emotion, we were charged $8. The cinematography (laughs) was beautifully... Oh, no, the cinematography was absolutely atrocious. The script was worse, and the acting, outside of the two A-listers, was completely inappropriate for a widescreen release. I just do not understand what the plan was here. The most intense action scenes included the main characters attempting to rescue citizens from a burning boat in the ocean. It looked like a toy boat getting lit on fire with a match, and that the footage was pasted over a shot of a lake. It was just awful. This was without a doubt the most pointless, idiotic, pathetic, embarrassing and atrocious movie I've ever seen. Which brings us back to my original question. Why? This didn't need to happen. This ruined every movie I've ever seen. It makes me hate the thought of ever going to a theatre again. Life doesn't go on forever. We all have limited minutes on this earth to spend with our families and friends. And I spent 117 of them watching this. And I may never forgive myself. (laughs) Wow. So he loved it. (laughs) Yeah, he really loved that movie. Yeah. And the other one just made me laugh because of what he said, you know, with like spelling and getting names wrong and things. Right. It made me chuckle. John S. that gave it three stars. And he says, I've grown up watching the original series. So when I sat back watching the modern day version with Don Johnson, the storyline <laughs> is a little thin. <laughs> Lots of good looking women on the beach. Happy with the short cameo uh, appearance from the original cast. Full stop. Don Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, John like, oh, and he sat funny. back watching it and he'd grown up watching it I'd uh, grown up watching this Don Johnson, yeah. wait what? <laughs> Don Johnson uh, Wow Yeah, I had to I had to share that one with you Don Johnson <laughs> he must, uh, That's maybe the last person I would see in the Baywatch. Well, I I gotta be thinking of Miami Vice. It was on the beach, but whatever, I guess. (laughs) Wayne Johnson, Don Johnson. Oh, I see. He's got it confused. He could have just said The Rock. (laughs) Oh, Dwayne. Yeah, they still book him as Dwayne in Hollywood, so. Uh, I got mine from the Facebook. Uh, 
Yeah. I got a, a medium one and a short one, but I got one from Ryan Castle, which is pretty interesting. He says, so many negative comments. I was part of the cast. So I guess he was in this movie. It was a blast to film. A lot of great people on set besides The Rock and Zack. Oh, it's heat. Mm. Actors and actresses work their ass off to play the part in the film. Don't like it. Don't watch it. Rotten Tomatoes sucks. They give every movie a bad rating. Well, that's not true, obviously. Crappy-ass yeah. two-star rating company is what they are. See what he did there? He gave the rating company a two-star. Uh, yeah, a bunch of crappy critics collected, uh, collected. That's how they get their score. Okay, so who are these critics? That was... Uh, I just thought that was interesting because apparently Rock and Zac Efron are not great to work with. Um, yeah. Although he could have meant that there are other good people besides them. Like, it's not just them. Uh, that all depends on how you read it. It was a blast to film a lot of great people on set besides The Rock and Zack. Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I got another one from James Kellis, and he says, Nothing like the original once again took a classic and put a bullshit spin and ruined it. Here's a crazy thought. Come up with something new and leave the classic shows alone. When in the world did Baywatch become a classic TV show? <laughs> Yeah. Remember that cl- I have no classic. Clue. I remember the crappy TV show. <laughs> it, it was never a good TV show. You're not like no. No, unless you're uh, Joey and Chandler from Friends. It's a classic. I mean, dinner. people made fun of Baywatch when it was on as a bad show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whatever. It's not the classic. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling predictions for the most, and I am going to say this now. Most boring pay-per-view of the year. On um, there's going to be extra matches that we don't have. Uh, I can already tell you that. I don't know if we want to predict those or not, but I can almost guarantee you I know of two matches that will be on this card. But let's predict them as well. Let's, yeah, we might let's as well. Just, right. Okay. Let's I mean, start with those then. What are I think they? we're going to get, and I'm not 100% sure, but we're going to get a Kalisto versus. Um, not Titus O'Neil, uh, Apollo Cruz is my guess because okay. they've been okay. ru- they've been running this thing. There's only six matches, so I think we're gonna get some. We don't have a pre-show. The other match I think that could ha- is probably gonna happen: R Truth versus Gold Dust. Don't you think that's probably gonna happen? Yeah. <gasps> oh yeah. That's so that. we've been building those two matches, but they're not officially on the card yet. So we'll predict them if they don't come. If those don't come true. Uh, whatever. So let's start with Kalisto versus Apollo Cruz. Uh, Kalisto. I said Kalisto. Well, that's pretty good then, because I wanted to say Cruz. All right. Uh, let's do Gold Dust versus R Truth. What's Gold up? Dust. Yeah, me too. Oh, I was gonna say Gold Dust as well. No, not really. Right. I want Truth. You two say Gold Dust. I want to say All Truth. Right. Uh, then we get into the actually scheduled matches. Uh, Rich Swan and Sasha Banks versus Noam Dar and Alicia Fox in a mixed tag match. It's a bit obvious, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It seems like the heels are winning. Oh, really? If which one and Sasha are the heels. Okay, Fro went with uh, Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. I went Rich Swan and Sasha yeah. Banks. I've gone the same as you, Luke. Okay. With Rich Swan and Sasha. 
Okay. Neville, Neville versus Austin Aries. Cruiserweight Championship match. Ooh. I guess I'll go first. Uh, I went with Neville. I have a so feeling I... we're probably all going to go with Neville. So I want to go with Neville. Yeah, I want to see Neville as well. Okay. Rock Tag Team Championships. Hardy Boys versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, I heard rumors that they haven't gotten uh, the rights to the broken gimmick uh, quite yet. Uh, and that's the only reason why I think the Hardys is winning. Alright. Uh, I went Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, kind of say Matt Hardy and Cesaro and Sheamus and Jeff. No, um, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Cesaro and Sheamus. Okay. All right, next we have Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. Uh, Kendo on a pole match uh, for the women's championship. Okay. Listen to me. This is going to be somewhat convoluted. Uh, here's the thing. There's a really stupid, stupid stipulation. And this is why I believe what I believe. Because the stipulation is that the first one, listen to this stipulation, the first one that gets to it gets to use it. So that means if the second one uses it, use it they will be disqualified. I don't know if that's what and that means that, necessarily. It's possible, I yes, guess. Yes, it means that it is possible. And that's the only reason why I think Bailey is going to win, but not get the title. Sure, okay. I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. That would work. Uh, it just seems yep. like I've seen things on a pole match before, and if the other person gets that thing, they don't get disqualified. But I guess that's just in the yeah, past. Yeah, but l listen, look, look. The, the thing is that they have punched on that stipulation so hard. Every single time they talked about it, they made really, really, really sure, <laughs> like, to, are you not getting this, you stupid people out there? They're making really, really sure that they say the first one that gets to it gets to use it. Hmm. That's why I'm 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 saying Bailey. WWE, but I, they are silly. But I don't think Bailey is going to walk out there as champion. I'm, no, I'm she's going to win it. Yeah. So, the, but the question is not who's going to be champion. It is who's going to win who's the match. Who's going to win the match? Yes. Luke, what do you think? I said Bailey. Luke said Bailey. Oh, I'll go with the one I hate then. Say Bliss. All right. Then I'll be happy if she wins for the first time. Although I won't. I hate winning this. It means I've got to try and figure out something for us to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, just just to have two sentences about their uh, "This Is Your Life" segment on Raw is it was the worst thing on Raw in maybe ever. I don't know oh, about wow. ever, but it was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it was just it was so too long. Contrived yeah. and so long. It would have been better if it was like uh, a f I don't know five minutes shorter because it seemed like it felt like it went on for ten minutes. I would have said do it for five minutes. Raw was, yeah. 
Raw was maybe the worst uh, go home show for a pay per view in ever. I didn't think SmackDown or Raw was... were really great this week. So, no, I, I totally agree. But Raw was definitely worse. I on SmackDown, I real when the New Day came back, I was like, I don't want this. I, that seems weird, yeah. but it's like I do not want this at all. And it felt like yeah. they were the heels and. The Usos were the faces when, when they came out and they're like right. making fun of them, doing all this stuff. Yeah, it felt just wrong. But are you happy that you were wrong about uh, the the uh, fashion files segments? Yeah, I mean those are still good. Uh, I I think yeah. the funniest part about it, when you really think about it, they have offices in every state, like multiple. Uh, cities in every state in the United States, and they have offices right. apparently in the UK even. So they have just offices right. all over the place. I think it's funny. Um, and it was so funny. Next, we have, which I think this is probably a dumber stipulation than the Kendo on a pole match. But Dean Ambrose versus Miz, uh, IC title. If if Ambrose is disqualified, he loses the title. Is what it says. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'm saying the Miz. So saying the Miz because he thinks the title is gonna come off Ambrose. Yep. This is confusing to me because uh, it says if Ambrose is disqualified, he loses the title. So it, what happens if the, the Miz is disqualified? That's the thing. Right. I suppose that doesn't. That means then he just loses. Ambrose wins. Right. Yeah. Um. Mm, Ambrose. Yeah, I said Ambrose. <laughs> Alright, this one was a little hard for me, but Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, Samojo, Fatal Five Way, Extreme Rules Match. So, no DQ and everything uh, for the Universal Championship. Or the number one contender for the Universal Championship, sorry. Yes. Uh, the, I really don't understand why this is the main event uh, pay-per-view, mm. pay-per-view match. I, yeah, it's a bit daft. I wouldn't put Dean Ambrose The Miz as the main event either, so it's kind of like, uh, what do you do, you know what I mean? Hardy Boys and Cesaro and Sheamus? That would be a good end, because it's a, it's a cage match and everything. I think Hardy Boys, Cesaro yeah. and Sheamus would be a great uh, ender for the pay-per-view, but I doubt they'll do that, but... Why aren't we in charge of this? Why, are, why don't we have the jobs in the WWE that put us in charge of it? We go, hey, bit of common sense right here. I know you've never heard of it, but... Um, I heard a great, uh, I don't know where I heard this, but a great kind of like uh, theory on why they don't allow anybody to actually become a big star is that they don't want to deal with the ego of somebody who's a big star. So if you never make anybody that huge uh, Austin Rock character, you never have to deal with them becoming like a prima donna diva type person who's going to yeah. want all this money. Keep and... them in a place where they can't demand exactly. anything. Uh, I mean, just look, I guess if you look at UFC and you see uh, some of the people who have gotten really big there to the point that the UFC can't say no to them. Uh, yeah, I think that that might be part of their business model. It's just don't let anybody get that over to be able to demand things. So... But I think they are going to push Finn Balor. Oh, so I was thinking I'm thinking Balor. Yeah, I'm picking Finn Balor. All right, Tilly. Um, 
as I was toying between Balor and Wyatt, because I kind of can see Wyatt doing some damage, I'll say Wyatt so that me and Luke are different. Really? Because I just said I said Bray Wyatt. Me and Luke are different. Oh, yeah. oh. So, so I've chosen to choose between the two that you guys have got. Uh, hang on. It's fine. I think Bray right. Wyatt's probably going to win. The thing about Finn Balor, Fro, is uh, I think they had... A lot of people say, oh, it's so obvious because they had uh, Paul Heyman come out there and do this whole speech about him. But I think they did that specifically so he could lose and they'll set him up in the future. See what I mean? Yeah. yeah so Continue the story, get it actually going. Get so they can caring. have somebody else win here, but Finn Balor is still set up to be the next contender after... Brock demolishes whoever they're going to put next. I went between Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt were my two choices. I went Bray Wyatt because he's a heel and he can get beat by Brock Lesnar on one pay-per-view and and have it go nowhere because Bray Wyatt doesn't matter and they've made that pretty clear. So I went Bray Wyatt. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've even done Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, and it came to Wyatt. So we're going with Wyatt. But we all agree Roman Reigns definitely can't win, right? That would be like... We hope. Yeah, we really Just hope. please, no, just please, do we, do we listen to your audience? <laughs> just, just have a listen. But I, I can, I can definitely see that happening. Sure. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's, again, it's WWE, they, uh, they ruin everything. <sighs> okay, that's our pay-per-view. Okay, let's go into a little surprise segment. Uh, I talked, uh, because we don't have Samurai Jack. Uh, I wanted to do something completely different, and we are... Right, we got a week's break here until we do Big Brother UK, which will be yeah. next week, so... And we are definitely doing something completely different, <laughs> because we are we are talking about uh, racism, uh, and we are also going to talk a lot about uh, a girl called Tana Mongu. Isn't that her name, kind of? Looks like it to me. And uh, if you don't know who Tana Mongu is, I did not, to be completely honest, before I saw this. I still don't know who this is, to be totally honest with you. And I I watched two things about it, and I still have no effing clue who this lady is. She's obviously just a Facebook personality slash pop singer. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Oh, right. Sorry. Not Facebook. YouTube personality slash pop singer. Uh, I will uh, 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 read what I found. Tana Mongu, born uh, June 24th, uh, 1998, uh, she's 18, is an American YouTuber. Tana is mainly known for her storytime videos. She joined YouTube on April uh, 30th, uh, 2015 and quickly gained subscribers. Her first rising channel uh, uh, contains... uh, Her fast rising channel contains videos. She has collabed with other YouTubers such as uh, Jonna Green, Cody Co, Polina Argova, Shannon Rose, and Ricky Dillon. I haven't never heard about anybody like I've never heard of a single one of those people. <laughs> I don't know, I'm on YouTube. I'm on YouTube every day. I've never heard of a single one of those people. Uh, I'm going to skip something here and. Uh, uh, Tanya uh, is successful. She has uh, over 1.3 million subscribers and gaining uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, she has uh, 577,000 followers and gaining on Instagram. And she has well, not anymore. 
Now, we, we, we're going to talk that about That is, yeah, I was going to say, that's out of date, because I looked at it just yesterday. Yeah. And it was 2.3, I believe? Yeah. So it's way down. Like, way down. Yeah, because this kind of created some controversial uh, things. So we need to talk two words about before we go into this, who iDubbbz is. So iDubbbz is also a YouTube personality, and he more or less has a, a series on YouTube where he uh, tries to make fun of people's content. And uh, the segment is called Content Cut. Uh, he has done this with Keemstar, one of my favorite uh, things. Also, Leafy, he made fun of. Uh, and uh, he, he's, he's one of the ones uh, that does it kind of... He, he does it kind of out of love, but also he's, he's doing it totally to make fun of people. Right, so we will go into it. So, uh, more or less, uh, this starts out of uh, kind of strange because uh, uh, Idubs is on the beach with his uh, friend, and uh, uh, it only it has a kind of a. a okay, game. I should say this before because you, you're you're skipping something. You're oh. confusing people here, Fro. We're Fro is now doing a review. Of a movie or of a video on iDubs, so you got to point this stuff out. Yes, he's doing oh. a review, a full review of an iDubs video called "Content Cop Tana Montague." Yes. So if you want to look that up on iDubs YouTube page, it's twenty minutes long. Fro is going to review it, so go ahead, yes. Fro. So this this start out with uh, with him fighting uh, a rather large man on the beach, and it's it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, and then uh, he uh, they go over a hill. Then we see a green man person. And then he we suddenly see him back, and he's being chased by the same uh, big man, and he's naked. So right. then we go into the video. So Tanamanyu posted uh, uh, or, or or no, so sorry, a Twitter message saying at Idubs. So three million people subscribe, and you only say the N word and retard. Kill yourself. So this is kind of the beginning of uh, why feud. Why Idubs did this, and also the content that we are going to talk about. And for people uh, that are really worried, yes, I will never say the N word, but. That's my personal thing, and we will talk a lot about the N-word without saying the N-word. So I'm, I'm just telling people, in this video, there's uh, a lot of uh, uh, segments where iDubs openly says the N-word, not only to be pro proactive, but also to make a point. And his point is mostly what's interesting about this video. Don't you agree? Right. His point is that words only have power if you give them power. Right. And that the words themselves 
are just words. This is a George Carlin stand-up bit from the 70s. Yeah. Uh, the, what, the 12 dirty, dirty words or whatever. Like, this is a old topic that this guy is going over again kind of in 2017, but the idea that uh, it, you're the one that gives a, a, a word power, and if you give it that power, you're the one that's making it a bad word. The word itself doesn't... Uh, it's just letters put into a form and then come out of your word hole. That's it. So, And I, I think he has a point of saying that. I, I totally agree. Uh, and and I think that's one of the, the reasons why we don't use a lot of other words in our, our uh, podcasts. Because we, we, we know how to talk around things and, and say, uh, because, like you said, it's retarded. Uh, is that somewhat, uh, is that, uh, could that be uh, conceived as, as pa- a powerful word? Yes, for people that has, uh, people that are, uh, have been called retarded. Of course it is bad. I think it's just, gen- I can't really think of a scenario where you would say it and it wouldn't be offensive to me, but that's just me. Uh, I think it, that is one of those words where, yeah, it's just, in general, it's offensive because it's because it has history. It's just right. like the N-word. There's a history behind it. It's not necessarily, like I was saying before, just a bunch of letters. There is a history, a whole, there are hundreds of years uh, for both of those words that Go, it goes back, and so there is a whole other aspect to this. But let's get back to the review, yes, because we've kind of gone way off track, and we're going to take forever on this if we don't get to the review. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so uh, uh, we see uh, Tana Manute talking about the meeting of uh, Idubs and how totally scared she was out of this, and uh, how. Uh, she was pretty sure he was going to attack everybody there. Now we go back to Idubs and, and we see uh, one of one of my favorite videos of this is is uh, his car car cast because he's going to the Tanya uh, Tanya Mongu concert in San Francisco and uh, he's ki- kind of making uh, fun of uh, road trip videos, but he's also like uh, like talking about how excited he 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 is and and uh, uh, we see him driving into uh, San Francisco and things like that. Uh, then we go back to his like main uh, main studio where he does the editing and uh, he is, starts out by saying that we are going to talk about equality and I, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, this is the first co- content uh, cup he has done uh, on a female. I also find that kind of interesting. Uh, he, sure, yeah. he, he shows uh, her uh, storytelling videos and, and kind of uh, makes a point that uh, her life is totally boring, but the way she's tagging her videos, it sounds like 
she's having the most interesting life in the entire world. Right, it's clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It's clickbait. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. No, but, but it's, it, so, it sounds so completely different. Like, she, she, she is like, I got banged with a toothbrush, for example. Or, or it's so, it's so, it's so random. Where I, I think she's extremely clever. To be honest, on some points, she's really clever. She knows what drives uh, people into things. She has a, a story that I watched called "Uber Driver Kidnapped Me," and it's more or less just an uh, Uber driver doesn't really know directions. So she, right. yeah. she, she, she's, she says it's kidnapping uh, when it's more or less just the Uber driver <laughs> driving completely the wrong word way. Uh, but uh, then, uh, uh, so he's making fun of that. But uh, then, then it's mostly uh, going into uh, what uh, she re- reacted on. Uh, by him saying the N-word. So, he makes the point, and I, I, I kind of understand this, that uh, the N-word is uh, a magical, mystified uh, word that a lot of people don't use because they understand. I, 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 I don't think it's only because pe- uh, people like us understand the history about it but we don't we don't want to offend other people that are listening to the podcast and and right well i'm not going to say it when i'm just by myself either no because i it just yeah it's just not something that in my uh in my mind to ever use in a sentence so yeah but uh, he's making a point that uh, a lot of words have uh meaning and he's kind of showing uh, you put uh, YouTube uh, clips of her saying, and I find this kind of interesting, uh, uh, that she's talking a lot of shit about him using N-word, and she's saying, and I, this is, I, I wrote, wrote out, it doesn't matter the context you're saying it in, it's still racist. I don't think using the n-word itself is in a content uh unracist context right context right so he's talking about uh the context behind things uh uh that uh, the adventures of huckleberry finn for example he gives an example of has the n-word in it is it okay to right. say the N-word when you're reading out loud from the adventures of Huckleberry Finn? Bar- bar- I actually heard that point, and I was like, that's a good point. And then I thought about it. That book has been banned from American schools for that reason. Right. So it, his point doesn't 100% stand. Because uh, his point was, if you're a teacher and you're reading it to your kids, well, you're not going to read that to, to students. Right. So there's, there's kind of... His point doesn't really work there, but go ahead. I, I see his point, but it doesn't really work. Yeah, he's talking about uh, holding the N-word up high. He's using uh, a, a lot of uh, slurs that I'm not going to say because it's really uh, bad uh, 
the toggery word for homosexuals or 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 lesbians or whatever. Uh, and he makes the point that if we can use one word, we should uh, use all words. And I kind of I, sure. I I kind of understand that because if you say it's okay to say this words, why aren't you saying it's okay to use all racist words or uh, words with hurtful meaning behind it? Uh, like I said, because some words have history and some don't. I think that's the thing he's missing here is, like, some... There are certain words... I think I've said this in, in the past. Uh, the C word for a lady's, lady's parts. Right. If you're... If I was hanging out with somebody and they were saying that about a female, about their them, I would be mad. If it was... I was talking to an Australian guy who was talking about his good friend, his, like... That's just Australian slang. So that in that sense, that context is different. But that that word has history, but not the historical connotations that other words have. Like so. Tilly taking a smoke. Sure, yeah. Right. Like a bundle of sticks. Like that has his uh, definitely has historical issues. Right. Uh, yeah. When she says that she's going out for a F word. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think they got it. For yeah, me. yeah. I, I'm just uh, turning it off. But yeah, uh, but I think, and then then she gives examples of her saying those other words, those those slurs, but saying that that one word, the N word, is so powerful. That it's okay to use all other slurs. It's kind of he's making uh, a point of uh, her saying other words that are are bad for other people if you are in that situation. And I, I don't think he forgets about uh, uh, history when it comes to do those uh, examples. He, he, for example, gives a really good. Uh, 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 example of her her uh, giving a slur for um, Asian people and saying that uh, when she used uh, that word, uh, she she didn't think of people that had been in the Second World War uh, being uh, uh, run in the internment camps, right? Internment but I don't think he was referring to her saying that. Because I never saw something about her saying that, so I think what you're saying—he was saying, "Why can't we say this if we can say that?" He's still just saying that. That's, but she, he wasn't she, talking she, about her. She said it. Oh no, she said it. Well, they didn't give an example of it, so I didn't know that. Okay, so, no, no, there you I, go. okay, okay. But then we go back to him on the on the Tanamamu uh, concert. Uh, uh, he's even buying a, a sweater. I think that's kind of funny. And he buys a, a big uh, sweater, and he's, he, he, it looks like he's the last of the queue. But here is the thing. Now it gets to another point, because we will see that she uses a lot of, what can I say, it? Uh, a lot of uh, words around a situation described for her point of view, 
that wasn't at all true. Like she she lied in a video of the thing that we are going to talk about now, because now it comes out uh, a little poster saying hate of a uh, hate of a uh, uh, victim of a hate crime. And we uh, we kind of go into uh, her screaming uh, and shouting about uh, Idubs attacking her, attacking her. It's really uh, uh, important for me to say this that he attacked her on on stage, and she says that uh, uh, she was so scared. Are in this situation, and I I have to ask you, do you see this point that she's exaggerating? She she's she's making exaggerating. Yeah, exaggerating. Um, I she's definitely exaggerating in the video just for the video, but I can understand her being afraid in this situation. I would definitely run away and be like, what the hell is wrong with this person uh, if he did the same thing to me? Right. So, yeah. Because what he more or less does is holding his hand around him, uh, around uh, Tanya uh, Mangu, and sh uh, he smiles to the camera and says, say the N-word! Right, but he doesn't say the N-word. He says the actual right, word. Right, right, right. And she she hears this and she freaks out and runs away from him because yeah, which she just uh, I don't know. The funniest part to me is she didn't know who this was, even though she's in kind of an online feud with him, right. but she's never seen his face before. Right. He doesn't. It's not like he has a uh, <laughs> indescribable face. No. It's very. It's he. He looks very. Uh, he's he's somebody who you would recognize if he was walking down the street. Oh, definitely. So, that whole thing is a little weird to me that she didn't notice, but I guess, I mean, she was going through the motions. She had hundreds of people she was signing things for. She's not looking at people's faces after the first hundred people, probably. Right. So, I can kind of understand it. But uh, he holds his I, To be honest with you, for I, okay. I, I, let's go into this, but I don't think he was in the right. So, let, there's... Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. I, I totally agree. Because he shouldn't... Okay. Continue. He should definitely not do it. But... Uh, uh, he holds, and this is kind of important, his hand is uh, underneath her shoulder. So no, it's on top of her shoulder. Yeah, on top of her shoulder. Okay, thank you. But, uh, uh, and, but she says that he holds her hand around her neck. Well, she makes a motion for it. But like we said, uh, yeah, she exaggerates the situation, saying she was attacked in the video. We are, yeah, we said, and and that she couldn't come loose. Uh, but we see that she comes loose at once. It's not like she's he's holding uh, he, her strongly at all, and she also goes into uh, saying that he fought. Um, uh, all of the personalities r around her, uh, and that he was trying to fight people, uh, and kind of funny things. So he 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 turns out uh, on the on some like fight fighting sounds, but yeah. Uh, then he goes into like uh, a lot of 
of this is kind of uh, her uh, saying that that uh, no, sorry, it's saying that Idubs is kind of uh, saying is that Tanamongu is exaggerated. Oh, I hate that word. Uh, I think you should use a different word. <laughs> what would you say instead? Uh, overemphasizing, maybe, over-emphasizing? but it's exaggerating. Yeah. Also, the whole thing is here. She's exaggerating the story, right. and she exaggerates all her stories. So that's the whole point. And after this, uh, because now we can go into it, uh, it, it and it ends up with with him kind of going into that she she uh, uh, isn't really uh, fighting. Uh, uh, for uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, like she's saying, and his point is all okay, un- or none of it is okay. I I don't agree, but uh, I think uh, uh, slurs are are stupid in any way. So the video ends with him being a, a snake and trying to get her. So now we will talk about a little like about the backlash and things around it. So she lost a lot of viewers from this. Right. Uh, and I, I'm not talking like a few. She lost like yeah. millions of people. Like we said at the beginning of the show, she went from, what did you say, 5.7 to, I think I said 2.3. Right. So yeah, like ha- half of her audience which was a very large audience um and that's how youtube works if you've the thing is idubs is a much more established youtuber he's been around a lot longer than her and if she's trying to attack him and then uh is being incredibly hypocritical because she never apologized because we didn't mention this at all in this but she said she there was a video of her when she was a teenager that came out saying saying the n-word and she's telling him that he's racist for using the n-word when she never actually apologized for saying it in the first place so she was being incredibly hypocritical and everybody saw that again i don't think either of them are in the right here i think they're both in the wrong Mm -hmm. uh he wouldn't have been in the wrong if he would have not gone there and tried to pull a stunt to get views you know he did that just to get views oh yeah definitely it's not like he yeah uh the whole stunt i think was what put him in the wrong but overall, she's more in the wrong than he is. Because well, she started it and everything else. So, when it comes to the backlash, uh, he the, that, that whole thing, I think people were justified in leaving her channel. Not only because she has crappy content, and it's really not worth subscribing to in the first place, but he was more in the right than she was, even though they were both wrong. So. Oh, definitely. Did you think this... And, uh, it's kind of... It's kind of interesting because we talk a lot, a lot, a lot about uh, the freedom uh, of the press and freedom to express yourself and things like that. When it comes to things like, for example, the N-word, do you, do you, when you, when you hear it in movies or uh, or whatever, do you feel that it's uh, so much use that it has lost meaning, meaning for you, or do you personally like think about it every time you hear it? 
Um, I it's definitely more of an issue to me, like in my real life. If somebody, if I'm just sitting there hanging out with somebody and they say it, just off, like off hand, like like it, it's just any other word that they're saying, I automatically go, all right. Well, this person obviously is not a very not a very good person, not a very intellectual. They clearly are confused. Uh, if I hear it in a movie, and I uh, most of the time, depending on what movie it is, I'll just think they're doing it for shock value, just to shock people and using it again to get people into their movie. Uh, what's the last Tarantino movie? That was like part of their advertising. It seemed like like. Right. They're going to say the N-word this many times, and that's a reason to come see the movie, because it's so shocking. Or like the episode of South Park, where they were going to say shit this yeah. many times on the episode. Like, same thing to me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. um, In that sense, yes, it loses its its value, but in real life, if you're just sitting down with somebody and they say that, you're going to be shocked. You're going to go, what what kind of person is this that I'm sitting here with? So I think I, I don't, like, I don't have a lot of friends that say the word. I think that's one of the things that I, like, I, I... I'm just going from past experience where I'll be... Even it's not a friend, like you're over at somebody's house that you've just met or whatever, and they just all of a sudden say that, and you're like, oh, it's just awkward. Like, you're not going to go into this tirade about, oh, you shouldn't say that, you shouldn't th- say this. Like, you could, I could, could, have, uh, could do that, but when you're at somebody's house and it's like, I'm going to leave in 20 minutes and never see this person again ever, then you just kind of, uh, whatever, all right, yeah. this person's an idiot. Yeah. I'm never going to see this person again. Like, that, the, I've been in those kind of scenarios. Um, and I guess, like, whatever, middle school, high school, there were idiots that I grew up with that made off, off-color jokes and things like that, and it was like, I, I always felt uncomfortable, but uh, that's part of growing up in, like, a logging logging town where there's a lot of rednecks so i think the n-word uh, kind of uh, if it's said in norway it has a, a, a totally other uh feeling because we don't have a lot of afro-american people are uh in norway so it gets well, yeah you're not gonna have any afro-american people because those are only in america yeah. but yes black people you don't have a lot of those oh. uh a lot of uh and you, well, I'm just wondering, do you have a lot of any other, uh, like, minority group that's, like, some, that you would say is, like, the uh, largest minority group in Norway? The biggest majority group in Norway is probably people from uh, Afghanistan or uh, uh, sure. okay. around there. Because of Middle Eastern descent Middle of some East, type. Uh, yeah. Sure. I think that. But, uh, yeah, so... When I was in high school right after 9-11, I guess high school, college... Uh, that was, there was the sand N-word. That, because of 9-11, that was something that I heard all the time Oof. from people that I knew. Uh, and it, a lot of those people, I've never talked to them again. So, right. there you go. <laughs> yeah. I posted uh, this uh, on uh, our Facebook group, so if people want to see it. I also posted her... Um, uh, because I'm going response to... video, response I guess. Response video, yeah. Her apology. Uh, I think that is a really sincere apology. To be honest. Mm, to a degree. To a degree. She wouldn't have done it if she hadn't lost two and a half million subscribers. Oh, definitely. Let's say that. Oh, definitely. So there is like motive, motive behind it. Even though she's going, 
oh, I needed to do this. I'm glad this happened. But you know she's only doing it because she lost subscribers. Yeah. So. so you can watch both of that. But I think it's an interesting video because I think mainly uh, the thing I, I, I get away from it is uh, I, I find it interesting that people uh, think it's okay to send a, say the N-word. I totally am against using it because I have, a, I have special... I hate that word. I remember, I remember we talked uh, off air, uh, you and me, about it when we were covering, uh, we were covering um, uh, the OJ uh, uh, trial. Oh, the OJ TV show. Yeah, do you remember right. that? Because that there was a lot of calling uh, people the N word in that TV show. Sure. Yeah, I guess I remember that. Uh, at yeah. the point. And there, there's something about like re- recapping things like this because it, it uh, I think you and me both have a tremendously respect for people that, of course, push the boundaries of things like that. But it has to to be done in the right way. And I don't think IDOPS did it in the right way in this segment. Uh, I don't think he did it in in such a way that his his point came true. I I I I chose this video mostly also because I, I find it so incredibly uh, strange that we don't talk enough about uh, racism in 2017. Uh, I I, right. I I think we we talk so little about, about it and i see especially through the media that are on tv uh, like we said it's getting more and more absurd when 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 you you almost can sell a video or a, 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 sh- a show or a tv or a movie on the n-word or saying the n-word like in the last time tier Tino movie. It's a really good example. So Yeah. Let's move uh, on. Overall, I would say if you're gonna watch it, make sure that you know that this could be offensive. Yeah. Yeah, let's move on. Definitely. Next week. What we will we'll talk about next week. Look. Right. Um Again, audibletrial.com, another digital uh, slash another digital citizen. If you want to get a free book and a 30-day trial, cover that real quick. Yep. Uh, coming next week, news of the week. Uh, we're going to start Big Brother UK Season 18. Uh, we're going to do week one. I believe it's f- the first five days yeah. will be next week because yeah. it starts on Saturday. Uh, we're going to do Phantom Time Theory or Phantom Time Hypothesis. What is that? Uh, this is a, a theory asserted by Herbert Illig, first published in 1991. The hypothesis proposes uh, a conspiracy by the Holy Roman Empire, uh, Pope Sylvester II, and possibly, possibly the Byzantine Empire's Constantine VII uh, to fabricate a dating system re- retrospectively so that it places them at a special year of AD 1000 to rewrite history. Wow. 
So everything that we know before the year 2000 is, or the year 1000 could be a lie, is what they're saying. Cool. So, uh, let's see. Uh, including, would be a fabrication with the phantom time of 297 years, 614 uh, to 911 uh, would be the years that don't actually exist. So... So the Renaissance should be interesting. So the the, the things like uh, uh, architecture and calendar and things like that wouldn't exist. That's that's interesting. Yep. Cool. Uh, other thing we will cover is uh, another digital review of uh, Winter Woman. We will also, of course, give you the extreme rules results. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? No, I'm good this week. Yeah. You can check out me on uh, that wrestling show, or you can also check me out on Sharks Pond uh, South Park podcast. Uh, more of me is always fun. And uh, see you all uh, next week. Goodbye from United States of America, England, and Norway. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.